DM and the player got into an argument. They couldn't decide what's the, you know, the precise way to say artificer. Is it artificer? Is it artificer? They got into a big fight, you know, destroyed the gaming table. So sessions canceled until they get a new one. Stop. I am back from Norway. Happy Leaf Erickson Day. Hinger dinger doing. <laughs> Hate it here. That was one of the wildest cold opens I think we've it, ever. It definitely had. wasn't. That's a lie, but you know. no. It was like here's the thing. It went from like okay, pretty typical Matt to okay, we've lost the plot. All right. Oh my god. Also, I like yeah. how you say you're back from Norway as if you did go to like five different fucking countries. True. I did spend uh, about half the time in Norway though. So yeah. But like, yeah, I visited also a lot of several countries. other, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. Europe where you could do something yeah. like that in a short span of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have uh, quickly learned throughout my travels that the other countries in Europe are just bigger states. Correct. And America is very confusing afterwards. Correct. <laughs> yes, I have said. Look, I I have actually said this many many times. I get really annoyed when I hear European people online give American shit about like not traveling and not having passports and yada yada yada. I'm like, motherfuckers, I don't think you understand. You can go four countries in a day. I can't even go two states in a day. Yeah. Like, this shit big. <laughs> it costs yeah. me as much money to go from one end of my country to the other that it would cost you to fly over like 15 countries. Yeah, I think in one day we drove from Hungary straight through Austria to get to Munich. Yeah, you could literally, yeah, you could yeah. go through like five countries in a day by car. Like, yeah, but America's thick. It's too, uh, uh, what was the one thing the house actor said? America is too big to know itself. Yeah, literally. Each state literally. is its own fucking universe, its own literally. Country. That's why people in the South be up there like them goddamn Yankees fucking taking our guns and our rights. That's what that's literally that's where all that shit comes from. And then the uh, weirdos I over on the West Coast that nobody likes to talk to, but we have to deal with them. So, you know, whatever. anyway, I don't, I don't know why. As soon as you said the South, I just got the Vin Diesel like you can't turn your back on family. Yeah, I don't know. Like I've I've literally heard your people people like like make a post online or say something to video be like Americans don't have passports that's weird and it's like well yeah because we can't why would we have a passport there's nowhere to go <laughs> although traveling in between the countries I didn't there was no real like checkpoints you could just well, go yeah like, that's because of the European Union and all that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway uh yeah Matt's back hey, hey guys uh, how's it been uh I'm, uh I haven't gotten. I haven't caught up on the episodes. Uh, I, I've I've listened to like bits and pieces. All I could say is that uh, I disagree with Josh 100 about the XP episode and Isaiah. It's gonna be okay. You didn't listen to that. Shut up. What the no, fuck do you mean it's gonna be okay? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen oh, to that. Oh, you mean my trauma episode? Trauma episode? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I make fucking guess there's a big out there, homeboy, but all right. Don't lie to me, Matt. 
Mm. You know what's funny? No, actually, I, 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 if you do watch it, Matt, I feel like you will agree with Josh more than you think. No, I did. Oh, well, that's the thing, because now I'm actually thinking because of Baldur's Gate, I want to implement the inspiration rules from Baldur's Gate because it sounds cool. But hmm. inspiration rules are just inspiration. That's yeah, but I, I want I meant like I want my like my players to come up with like, you know, one or two things that if another character does that ties into their like, you know, personalities or whatever other uh, than any of their traits, they'll they'll get an inspiration. It's not cool. how it works in Baldur's Gate. Did we play the same Baldur's Gate, Matt? The fuck are you talking about? Uh, what are you talking about? The way it works in Baldur's Gate is you have various triggers based on your character's background, and if something happens in the story, you get a point of inspiration. It has nothing to do yeah, with it. But it was other also characters. like if something like um, no, well, there's also triggers from other characters. Like if you cast the fly spell on Carlac, you get inspiration because her whole thing is about freedom, and she's you know likes flying. Okay, well, that's, an, the that's an oddly specific one. But also, yeah. that has nothing to do with experience points. But do you talk... Just in general, just shit from Baldur's Gate I want to steal from and put into my game. But that wasn't what I was talking about in that episode. Hey, who's in? So today, guys, we're going to talk no, about... That's literally not what I was talking about! <laughs> you can't just any who's in? I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> I was talking yes. about experience points. The damage is what done. Are you <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. <laughs> how how do you always do this? How do you always take one tiny tangential part of a statement I make and then extrapolate the completely wrong information and miss my point by so many miles? How do you do this it's, every time? It's the art of misdirect, Josh. Just like this. Where can people follow I, it? I didn't even say the word inspiration. I didn't even bring up inspiration in that entire episode. How did we get, how did you, I don't understand. I don't, like I understand that Baldur's Gate 3 is the connecting tie, but that's, nothing else I said had anything to do with it. This is a legitimate so yeah, Josh, question. Where can they find us <laughs> on the internet? You can't just keep doing this to me. <laughs> I can't. Also, they know where they can find us, Matt, because if they're listening to this, they've already found us. So that's an asinine statement. But what they can do is hit the follow or subscribe button. My on whatever man. they're currently listening. My man. <laughs> You've now started me off annoyed. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> It's been, a good, it's been a good five seven weeks. Minutes I haven't. In, you already tilted Josh. How did you do that? So I'm, I'm saving up. <laughs> it's such a talent he has. It's such a skill. Uh, I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, but if you uh, if you guys were listening uh, a good seven minutes ago when this fucking episode started. We're going to do another uh, handbook episode. It's been a while, been a while since we've done one of oh these. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going to do it on uh, not one of the normal classes. No, no. We're doing it on the special class, the 13th class of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. I don't like you implying the that Artificer isn't a normal class, like it's some sort of weird, ugly stepchild. I mean, I wasn't implying it was it's the ugly stepchild. It's not ugly, stepchild. I mean, yeah. Kind of, It's a stepchild, yeah. I don't know. Like, whatever. But, uh, I, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, the 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 artificer or artificer or no, artificer. No, artificer, no, get the fuck out know. of here. We do we not don't say, say artificer in this <laughs> yeah, fucking no, house. We don't what say are we that. Absolutely not. No, no one artificer. can agree on how to, how to pronounce this fucking subject. Okay. Jeremy, I feel like this is, it's artificer. It's, I feel like this is simple. The noun, right, is artifice. Yeah. A work yeah. of artifice. Not artifice, mm. not artifice. It's artifice. Yep. Right? So yeah. the proper noun would be artificer. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Jeremy Crawford says artificer. Yeah. He's playing artificer. He, even if he doesn't, like above the writers of D&D, there is the, the English, English language. language. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Isaiah, could I not use that same argument about how you pronounce GIF? No, because technically the guy, like, not only did the guy oh say GIF, but also it's like a not real word. There is no root for it. There's but no, it like, starts with a real word, which is gr- the word graphics. The word isn't graphics. It's graphics. Graphics interface format. What GIF stands for. Same. Yeah, but also giraffe starts with a G as well. So like, Which makes a G <laughs> sound. You don't what Giraffe. GIF. You don't say giraffe, do you? Are you all that right. animal? Alright, alright. You know what? The next time I pull out some peanut butter, alright. <laughs> make sure I have myself some gift peanut butter. Good. Fuck. I hope you do. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah. So what, what do you guys? What do you guys? Overall thoughts on the uh, the, the artificer? It has a stupid you want to start name. Off, Matt? It has a stupid name. Is my thoughts? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Sure. I mean, I I I generally like the class. I've never. I want to try it out, but they're they're you know like like most of the classes. There are some parts I'm kind of eh on, but there's a lot of good shit. There's a lot of cool things. This this class does and uh, kind of like what you guys have been kind of harping on a while I do want another class to come out at some point like a jet like a new class not just a sub you know a subclass or at least I would like more art- artificer subclasses to come out because like we only have four yeah they say and artificer I- no only only four that's all you get but just by well, that's that's the other thing. I'm surprised we haven't gotten another one. And with the new books coming out next year, they're not going to be in there. They're not nope. putting the artificer in there. So it's like, what the fuck? How long? Because because like, I, I feel <laughs> I feel like Watsy was like held at gunpoint to put the artificer in the game at all. So now that they've done it, they just like to pretend like it doesn't exist and they didn't put it in the game. Because someone must have threatened somebody's life to get it in there in the first place. And they were just really reluctant to do so. Like, I don't understand why they hate this class so much, but they do. My my personal crackhead theory is they've put it in the game so many times as quote unquote official that they're like, no, we're done. I don't want to have to type the words arcane tinkering one more fucking time. (laughs) And if I do, I'm killing everyone and then myself. But could you use that argument for every class? Uh, yes, the, uh, like, uh, yes, asterisk. I don't think any other class has had as many official reprints as Artificer has only in Ivy. There's only well, been they, two. They've only had, yeah. They yeah, added in Ebron, Rising Eberron, of the Last War, and then Tasha. And Tasha's. Hmm. So that's why I was like, I just want a new subclass. Like, mainly, I like, I would, I, hmm. I, for Artificer, I want a new subclass for that just to come out at some point. Maybe, like, 
would be really fucking nice. And then I, then I'll be then I'll shut up. Then I'll be like, all right, I'm done. Like, I, I, think I, got Wiz, five. I, I, I think they just don't want to design for they like don't. weird magical engineer class. Like somebody at Wizards has it in their head that Artificer doesn't fit what they think D&D is. And they've just mm-hmm. put their foot down on that. And they added it so reluctantly. And now that they've done it, they're like, that's it. I did my job. You're getting nothing else and you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, because it's not even in. Um, I mean, after the OGL stuff, when they released the, uh, the new SRD, SRD. Yeah, it's not yeah. in there. I know. Still. Yep. Because it's their own like. I, it, it's such a weird thing because, yeah, it's their own. They own it. They own the idea of Artificer. They own, you know, that. But I guess like they don't fully own the idea of a barbarian or a wizard or a sorcerer. Well, they, question they, mark? they can't. So, right. Yeah. So none of yeah, all the other classes yeah. are generic and or based on something else in real life. So they literally can't. Right. <laughs> you can't copyright fighter. You know, yeah. I just you could try. You could be Games Workshop and you could try, but it won't work. But it will not work. You could try and copyright the word Warhammer. Good luck. <laughs> You're a dipshit if you try. They just, I think they just don't want to deal. Like, they just, they put it in the game to appease people, and now they just don't want to deal with it. They're done. That's it. Like, I, I genuinely think that's what it is. They just do not. They Somebody feels like it doesn't belong, and so they just don't want to bother because weird magic engineer, magitech engineer doesn't fit the vibe or whatever because there ain't no artificers in lord of the rings you know like i yeah i mean it's it's because i i i don't know if i mentioned like i'm not the biggest fan of sci-fi like i love eberron as a setting because it's like that it's a good mix it's half and half artificer of like there's enough hmm? artificer isn't sci-fi that's that's what he's saying that's what i'm saying you can, I've seen, but people, and people have played Artifi- Artificers as sci-fi, but I think, like, it's a, such a good mix of, like, magic and tech that doesn't creep fully into sci-fi and it doesn't fully well, creep <laughs> in the fantasy. It's a, it's a good mixture. Here's the thing. If you read the Artificer section and read how they're, like, sales pitched, there's literally no tech at all. Literally everything they're doing is magic. They just, instead of using a magic wand, they just use magic like items. But they use tinker tools. Everything, like, yeah. Know. But like everything okay. they're doing is magic. Nothing they do is like. Like the meme is LOL artificer builds gun, but they don't actually build a gun. Nah. Right? Like, much to my chagrin. Uh, they literally the don't. does. No, they don't though. Because they conjure a magical firearm, which is like it could just be a magic crossbow. Yeah, but they even describe or a magic the whole, wand like, that shoots bullets, like like ma- like not bullets, but like magical bolts. Like, yeah, that's why in in Eberron they're arcane firearms, right? Like they actually don't make any technology. <laughs> right. I think they do like unless you consider the weird magical items that already exist in D and D as technology. Then they don't—they don't make any technology. They just use well. There, there is actual bullshit. magic technology in D anD D, so it's not like. Yeah, there's weird Although shit like the whatever. The, the, Walsh, the Battlesmith does actually make a robot. 
I would say Battlesmith makes a robot, and in Ebron there is tech, like high tech stuff like trains. Ebron, there, there yes, is, everything yes, runs but not runs on magic. Realms. Not in Forgotten Realms. Although they even say now, I, I think they even said it in the Ebron book, but in Tasha's they say there's an island off, uh, and there's artifices, there's artifices all over uh, fucking the Forgotten Realms now. And it's like, I of mean, course there are now. Yeah. Well, that's Fuckers. Forgotten Realms is just you know. The, the setting of Forgotten Realms is just everything juice. <laughs> That's it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Forgotten Realms is the jungle juice of fantasy settings. So yeah. unsurprising. Although, mm. you know, actually, side note, let me just yeah. Forgotten Realms is pretty wacky woohoo. Absolutely. The world of Pathfinder, however, takes it to a whole nother level. <laughs> oh, yeah. have you been reading Pathfinder lore? I haven't been reading Pathfinder lore, but I do know there are space aliens with laser guns in Pathfinder. Yeah. So you know, and that's not Starfield. No, no, Pathfinder. Or not Starfield. Fuck. What's the? Starfinder. I knew what you meant. Starfinder. Starfinder. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. no. Pathfinder. Pathfinder has aliens with laser guns. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Yeah. Although I guess you could make the argument that Illithid are just, you know, aliens also, and Githyanki yeah, are yeah, aliens. Yeah, they they are. They are like, but whatever. again, they feel again more Cthulhu fantasy than like sci-fi fantasy like except for that part uh, where, where cthulhu mythos is pretty sci-fi you know yeah I know. It's, mm. yeah it's but almost like, like the um, lines are blurry a little bit well then there's like uh because then the new mcdm i say new it's been out for like a month the mcdm book came out and their versions of mind flares for me are way too like sci-fi and i'm like eh, I, don't I don't like it but then I again mean, it's kind of hard to escape like 5e is has sci-fi right like it, it is oh, like it does. forgotten realms is part of the the planescape which you know this spell jammer which has mm. like weird magitech floating ships and like the gith are actual space aliens and space the fucking, viking pirates yeah yeah the mind flayers are from another like hell like you know other world dimension where they have actual mm. technology and you know, it is it is sort of hard to avoid at some point. Mm. Yeah. But uh, Matt, what would you give them in terms of a grade? A grade. Uh, for me, uh, I I give I gave the class a four, four out of five. I think it's it's it has so much cool things like. Uh, not the oh my god uh, the infusions i think the infusions are like my favorite part of the class they're pretty good like just because like everyone everyone loves the fact the warlock invocation everyone does it's yeah. such a good unique class feature and it's like well what if we just did you know did it with a twist and it's like what if invocations but magic items and it's like yes yes this will work <laughs> well not all of them are magic right? no i thought i thought most of them dealt with like Specifically, items are making like a, an effect. Like uh, the what's the shield? The the deflector shield, right? That's one uh, of them. Uh, the repulsor shield. Repulsor shield. Yeah, yeah. So make you're making some sort of like item. Not granted, not entirely magical, but you're making you're making an item. It does a magical effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I'm, all I'm saying is they're not all strictly items. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, no, I, I love the idea of the, this class again is a class of like magical item 
makery and crafting. You can attune to more items the more you level up with the class. It's easier for you to make magic items with the class. And just like, again, it has a, I actually really like the capstone ability where it's like, by this level, I have so many fuck, I can attune to five fucking magic items. My saving throws are six. Are six. six. Oh, you can tune to six. Oh, yeah, 20. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you tune to six at level 20. I get a plus one for all six of my fucking items. Like, it, you're like at that point, you're, you're fucking, you're ultra, ultra tank. You're a space marine. You don't yeah. necessarily get a plus one for all your items. You only get a plus one for things that require attunements, but yeah, more or less. But yeah, we'll just attune the five things. Well, you not all of the not all of the infusions necessarily require attunement. Right, but it doesn't have to be an infusion. It just has to be a magic item. You can attune to up to five magic items at once. I'm just I'm, I understand. Point is, you can have not. It's not a guaranteed six. Well, I'm saying. Incorrect. No, I'm not incorrect. I'm literally <laughs> stating a fact. I was just looking by, at this fucking rule on Sunday last week <laughs> because a certain someone got to level 20 in my game last week. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks, bud. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna have so much fun. But uh, I guess I said, what, what would you give uh, the, the Artie Pfizer? Uh, I uh, hate if you, you had a for saying it like that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it a four as well. I mean, I really, really like Armorer. Armorer is awesome, and mm -hmm. I, for the most part, like Artillerist. Um, but like literally, who for? Sorry, that no, like uh, sorry. Let me let me phrase. Battlesmith is like that's nah, all right. It's not really what I want. I wanted the like I have a mech familiar, which it kind of is, but it got a bunch of other shit in it that I couldn't care about less. I couldn't yeah. care less about. And then uh, literally who for the alchemist? Like me. I, me. I, really, I want alchemist to be good. I same. I, I it's really not, love but the I want it to the be. alchemist, but yeah, it's that's not exactly good. what I mean. Like it's, literally yeah. who. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, I like I kind of lost the kids and the dog in the divorce because not only did I lose mechanist in OG artificer, I also lost uh, what is it? The actual gunsmith? Oh, the thunder cannon with yeah. the thunder cannon. Yeah, I was the literally thunder called cannon. the gunsmith. Yeah, my beloved. Like <laughs> my beloved, a, bro. So fucking good. The thunder cannon. They find wizards beloved. finally technically brought it back, sort of. Sort of. I don't. We don't know what it does yet. But if it doesn't have um, like crazy damage scaling at higher levels, then I don't fuck. I mean, want it's it. out. Well, we could look. I can it, look it up. Yeah, it's quick. basically it lets you cast sunbeam once a day for free. DC seventeen. It has three barrels, so you can shoot, I think, three times with it. That's Not it? exactly a thunder cannon, but it's... It shoots lightning and sunbeams. Yeah, but that's not something... You, but but here's the problem. Here's the issue. That's not something that you could... Oh, to give anyone listening context who's not a super nerd that looks at every fucking book like we do, uh, in Bigby's Glory of the Giants, which is the new giant book that just came out, they added a gun magic item that's like a giant blunder giant's blunderbuss I think mm. is what it's called and um yeah that's what we're talking about but it, it's uh the, the problem is that a weapon like that 
you can't make that your primary weapon. Right? Like, if you want your character shtick to be I have gun, you can't use that magic item because it's limited. It's a magic item. It's essentially a wand of fireballs. Can't make it your, your whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you get to cast Sunbeam. It's like, yeah, but I want to be able to use it for, like, regular attacks and shit. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to find... What is that thing even called? That... I think it's the, like the, it's the thunder something. The thunder something? I'm trying to find... Uh, okay. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a little difficult finding out five e two. man, long but oh, uncheck um, Renaissance. Thunderbolts, yeah, yeah, because fucking they they separate the guns from Thunderbus. Interesting. Oh yeah, no, it just does a, a flat. Oh, it's a oh, it's a pistol. Oh, you can use it like a normal. Uh, okay. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's yeah. a. It's a pistol. It's one of the pistols oh. from the DMG. Okay. Neat. Well, that's a little bit better. Loading yeah. ammo range. Yeah. Okay. As a bonus action, you can invoke the weapon's rune to launch a ball of energy at a point you can see within thirty feet. The energy detonates um, in ten foot radius sphere. The turbulent wind and thunder centered on the point, and each creature in the sphere makes a DC fourteen con save. On a failed save, the creature takes three d six thunder damage and can't take any reactions until the end. Uh, of your next turn on a successful save they take half as much once the rune is evoked can't be evoked again until the next on because of course you're only allowed to do the fun thing ever once in D&D 5e yep. uh, oh Lucy Destroyer to, yeah. it's up to you to decide whether the character has proficiency in firearms character in most D&D worlds oh. yeah oh, good. Um, it's, it's also strange because like this book and that doesn't the- look like a pistol <laughs> This book no, and Fizzbands both had guns. Yeah. And the Fizzbands one was like the Topaz Destroyer or Annihilator or something. And it basically let you cast. Uh, I don't remember if it was like. like uh, Finger of Death or something. Once per day. But there was like a plus three gun. It shot Topaz Dragon Scales out. Fucking sick. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah, mean. Real. This thing just kind of like. It's okay. Is but it it's, worth it? It's not the Thunder mm. Cannon. No. Sure. Okay. Yeah. OG Thunder Cannon started at 3d6 damage. Well, OG Thunder Cannon was OP. Like, let's not it was pretend really like broken. it wasn't. No, it was fucking broken. Shit. It definitely I mean, needed some yes, tuning. But it was overpowered. However, you can only fire it once per round unless you're me, and then you put a bunch of levels in the fighter. Well, the, the problem... Well, you can only no. fire it once per round. The, the problem that Wizards seems to have with a lot of this is the thing about guns, right? So if we're getting mm. into the, the whole, like, using a gun in your game. All right. The way the guns should work is that the guns should be stronger and do more damage than anything else. But they have to have a drawback. Right? Yeah. Like... That's why the misfire exists, right? Because hmm. that's, you know, for the Matt Mercer thing. But here's the problem. Even Matt Mercer did the same thing. He didn't make the guns do any more damage than normal. Like a longbow and the fucking 
uh, like repeater pistol or whatever that Percy had did the same damage, or maybe, or maybe it was the the bad news did the same. One of the weapons I did like the same the damage as a long two d twelve. That was I say, bad news is pretty. Okay, that one did. One of them did like the same damage basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're kind of you know. Uh, oh, it's not on D. Oh no, it still is. I mean, so the, the cool thing about the Matt Mercer weapons is they had ridiculous range on them. Yeah. They sure, like they yeah. outranged everything by like a country mile. Yeah, okay. So a pistol does a D10, which is the same as a bow. Which, you know, it's like, alright, so then why am I bothering? It's like, you know, if the pit because the pistol can misfire, so if the pistol can misfire, then it should do more damage because there's a chance something bad happens, you know? It's like you got to measure the risk reward and wizard seems to be missing out on that. And one of the main problems with the thunder cannon is there was no risk reward. It was just the best option. Like in general, end of discussion, you know, it's like there's a way to go about it, but I don't understand why nobody seems to be, you know, like if the thunder cannon does three D six, then it's like, ah, it misfires if you roll like a three or below, you know, and what mm-hmm. happens with it misfires? You have to take a turn fixing it. It's like, okay, now you have to sacrifice an entire turn for a thing because you're taking the risk reward. That That's just a really quick off the dome. Like, there might be other ways to do it. But, you know, you get my point. Yeah. Or reloading it takes a little while or some shit. You know, like, there's fucking... I don't know, this whole thing gets me annoyed. There's ways to go about it. But, yes, the <laughs> Thunder Cannon, as it was, was OP. But there was potential there. And they just sort of... I, I I don't even think I was going to say they gave up. I don't even think they gave up. I think they they neglected. They, they didn't put it in the game for the same reason that I think they're not doing a lot of stuff with Artificer in general, which is they're like afraid of the magic engineer fantasy character. They don't feel like it fits. So they didn't want to give. They're like, all right, we're already pushing the boundaries of what D&D is by putting the Artificer in the game. We're not also going to give him a sniper rifle because that's just too ridiculous. You know, like, I honestly think yeah. that's what they're thinking is. It's it's so strange, too, because Jawcraw fucking plays an Artificer in uh, Activision Incorporated. Well, then it might not be him who has the you problem know, I, with it. Like, I, this might be, the you know, uh, a wild statement, but, like, I'm sort of in the park that, like, Oh, some people are like, oh, guns, you know, flitlocks and guns don't belong in my D&D. And to which that I just go, uh, I, don't, I don't fuck them. Like, who mm. gives a shit about what they think? Like, they lose nothing by not letting it have, like, not letting it be a thing, right? If you really don't want guns to exist in your setting, just don't put them in the setting. Well, yeah. I, I think, I think a lot of people also have a little bit of a of a weird misunderstanding about the whole guns in history thing yeah well guns in history yes absolutely like i mean a lot of people thought it was weird that there was a gun in assassin's creed 2 but if you look into it it's actually not that weird um Mm. because you know a gun is just a cannon but in your hand right it's not that and we had we everybody accepts cannons in D D on ships well, that's, yeah. that's the thing in Eberron. There's no like, at least from Rising of the Last War, there was no firearms, but there was black powder, and they made these things called arcane cannons, which are, are giant which are guns. fucking, which are basically guns, <laughs> but guns. instead they're powered by magic and they blast like different elements. 
Yeah. So the cannon can shoot a fireball or an ice beam or whatever the fuck. I mean, sure, whatever. All my point is, is yeah. if you have cannons, then the logical progression to guns is not that big of a jump. That That's no. literally all there is to it. Yeah. But uh, oh, real quick, if you're somebody, if if you're the dim dipshit that's like, guns don't belong in my, you know, 14th century. Guns have been around since the 10th century in China when they were like actual tiny cannons on a stick. Yeah, they so were like, tubes. Yeah. Uh, handheld versions were around roughly in the third century, which is still a hundred years before your typical D and D fantasy setting. So, like, yeah, there's I, I don't know, quit your bitching. But let's, <laughs> but irregardless uh, of all that, I think the I, I think the reason a lot of people are resistant to the guns in D and D thing, and by extension the artificer in D and D, even though mm. even though again as we've already stated the artificer is really not about guns anyway. Like, even the one that, even the subclass that's the gun subclass isn't really that much about a gun. It even specifically says that your arcane firearm thing can be like a walking turret. So, like, you know, not a gun you hold. But anyway, the reason people are resistant to it is because people don't want cowboys in their D&D. But I don't think that's what people are asking for. No, this is as, the problem. As one of those guys, me. That's not what I'm asking for. I, I just want about a bloodborne. I, I want a bloodborne I, hunter, I, please. I'm, right, I'm a asking for hunt. cowboys in my yeah, okay, so this I, is I the, also understand the, right. like, the break. <laughs> this is the difference. But I understand it depends on the setting. Isaiah wants to play a bloodborne hunter. That's not a yeah. cowboy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. The bloodborne hunter has a gun that they occasionally shoot once in a while, and then they whip out the big sawtooth cleaver, right? The Bloodborne Hunter is not twirling six shooters and ricocheting bullets off the wall and doing trick shots. That's the thing a lot of people don't want in their D&D, right? They don't want the cowboy thing where you like quick draw and shoot the gun the so- or the sword out of the fucking hobgoblin's hand, blah, blah, blah. But th- a lot of people aren't asking for that. What people are asking for, it's not even really about the gun. I think what a lot of people want to play is the engineer inventor character. Yeah. That or like, you know, the the... Victorian rapier slinging pistol shooting fucking like Zorro type. Right. But even the Zorro type is like, I occasionally fire this gun, but like not most of the time. Right. Cause it takes forever to reload <laughs> in that example. Right. So it's yeah, like, well, like, even, even like if you have like simple, like a, like a pepper box, which are actually pretty old. Most people don't know that. Um, like, so what if you have six shots, you're like, it's, it's, if it is your primary mode of fire, there is like a serious hindrance to it. Like you're not, you know, rocking a Glock on people. You know, you're not putting 16 yeah, rounds it, into it's it not and a then walking away with a quick reload. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. You got six rounds that you just fired. All right. Now take your whole turn to reload. To reload. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It's yeah. And it's, and again, I think a lot of the time the fantasy is very much the, like to me, to, let's put it this way. When I want the guy who uses a gun as his primary weapon, like the reason a character like Percy in Critical Role is appealing is not because Percy has a gun. It's because Percy's a gunsmith. It's because Percy's and, a Bloodborne hunter. Yeah, because Percy's a Bloodborne. <laughs> he makes cool shit and then uses the cool shit. That's the important part. That's the thing that people want in their D&D. That's what people want the artificer to be. It's not about I have a gun. It's about I make stuff. And one of the things I make is a gun. But that's not really the whole fantasy of the class. The fantasy of the class is I'm the inventor, dude. Yeah, because it's not even like. And that fits fine. 
Yeah, because like in, in like old old D and D, you know, you had enchanters, and I don't know if they were their own subclasses, but enchanters, not the like I mess with your mind and all that shit, but like the I make magic Makes items magic and items. I make magic yeah. shit. Yeah, Ench- enchant enchanter. magic items. Yeah, yeah, and that's what even uh, even fucking Matt Mercer got confused in uh, campaign two. I'm sure the the Furbolg NPC guy. They were in a combat encounter, and he's like reading the stat blocks of the enchanter, and he's just like. The fuck? This has nothing to do with making magic items. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like, wait, this is all charring abilities. I can't yeah. do anything with this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because the funniest fucking thing. Really, so the class really should be called the craftsman. That's really yeah. the class. What the class should be in a lot of ways, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And then, by extension, if you want to play your Zoro pistol whipping Victorian guy, okay. You have a gun and a rapier. So what does the what does that player want to do? They want to wha 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 slice the Z into your chest and then maybe cap you in the knees with the glicky once per ra- once every couple of rounds or something. You know, like again in that scenario, it's not really about the gun; it's about the vibe that kind of character has. Yeah, you want to hit him with the gold pick and stick. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're playing Deadlands. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Then obviously you want to do the cowboy thing with the gunslinging and the whoo and the twirls and the bouncing it off the wall. Yeah. Right. Obviously, totally different vibe. You want to do the Ocelot Commander. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's what people want in D anD. d And I, it's funny because I remember watching one time Matt Colville put out a video where he was like, "How would you do a gunslinger in D anD?" d And he and and he came at it from a like just the completely wrong angle in my opinion because he was like, "Oh." There's no example of like a fantasy gunslinger. So I think what people want to play is a cowboy. And then he was like coming up with hypothetical mechanics for how you would make a cowboy class. And I'm like, no, I really don't think that's what most people want in their D&D game. They're not trying to be the cowboy. That's not uh, that ain't the vibe. I'm sure there's a, there's yeah. some people, but I was going to say, I, I want to play the cowboy wizard, the gun wizard just for memes. But then, OK, but Matt, if you're playing the gun wizard, you're playing a wizard who uses a gun. That's still not yeah, really yeah, the cowboy. My, my like cowboy, right? Your bullets are magic, which isn't a cowboy. Like the <laughs> cowboy is a very specific vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ca- like cowboy is a very sp- like cowboy. If it was a class, would be entirely its own thing. It'd be its own class. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It would, because the, the it's Percy. It's Percy thing. It's like a gunsmith versus gunslinger. It's like I can't right, make them. Right. I don't know how they work, but fuck, I can shoot them. Right. Yeah. A gunsmith and a gunslinger. In the same way that if you're playing cyberpunk, your um your razor girl is not. She didn't make her fucking pistols. <laughs> she just mm-hmm. uses them. Right. Sorry. What's the what's the what do we what do we say these days? Your your street samurai is more common than what's oh, the, uh, yeah your street kid. No, no, not no. You're how? What do they call them in cyberpunk? You're solo in cyberpunk. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, you're, the solo. Sorry, solo, I, 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 used, I use the oldest possible razor girl is from Neuromancer from Sally Shears, the original like street samurai character who's, you know, the badass that kills people because the hacker doesn't know how to fight character like yeah, razor girl is the oldest term <laughs> I could have used. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, uh, she was called a razor girl because she had razor blades under her fingernails. And that's oh, that's where that oh. comes from. <laughs> and she had a she had an augmentation that would she had like claws, basically. Uh, so, yeah. Razor girl in Neuromancer, street samurai in Shadowrun, 
solo in cyberpunk. Your upfront person who does all the violence and the shooting, they're not making the guns. Is That's what I'm getting at here. So the artificer is the gunsmith. That's what people want it to be. All in all that this is saying is artificer gets a three from me because of all these <laughs> things I'm saying. All right. Fair. Artificer yeah. gets a three from me because I want artificer like... What I want Artificer to be, like, I don't think Artificer's bad. It's just not the thing I want, but I'm also not going to get the thing I want. You know what I mean? Because I want what I want what Percy's character was as a whole class. And I don't really want the magic part. I want you to actually invent things, you know? Well, that, that's what they say. And that there's a whole section of, uh, what is it? Hold on, I got to actually find it where it's like, Magic as yeah, but uh, that's just that's not. No, where is it? Oh, magic of artifice. Yeah, yeah artifice I know, and it's, it's like, like, oh, you describe you it as you use items, supplies yeah, yeah, or yeah. poison hey. spray with whatever. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but that's like not like. I want the game just. That's just flavory stuff. Like I want the game to really like support the inventor fantasy. The artificer always has this twinge of like it's magical items. It's like you like. You're using a potion, but a potion's a magical item. You know what I mean? You're using, right. you're using a, a a weird device to use to cure to like cast lesser restoration. But it's like, like you're using a defibrillator to cast lesser restoration. But it's like a magical defibrillator. It's like, yeah, but no, I actually want to. Inv- I want to play Leonardo da Vinci in D anD D. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, minus I'm some a- of his, you know, shortcomings. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm trying to get. Artificer gets a three, and Alchemist should be better. It should be, dude. I want Alchemist is a disappointment. It won't be. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be. Yeah. God. Like I like Damn the it. idea of the potion, like the. I love the idea like, of the fantasy alchemist. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, I like. I do like the the potion, the the experimental elixir you get, and it's like. Yeah, you make this elixir. You're not sure if it's going to be like great all the time. But, okay. Or you don't know what the you can't. Uh, I think yeah, you determine the effect once, yeah. and then every other time you use it, it's random. I think that's fucking funny. That's so. So cool. here's my thing. Here's my problem yeah. with this. Mm. I like the experimental elixir, sort of as a base. But let's get into Josh's design shop here for a minute. How would maybe how would we make this better? It doesn't change from level no. three it never changes not yeah. once no I, I wish there was more the list doesn't get bigger you can't modify you can't choose it doesn't change how can you do this to me that if that's gonna be in the same way that y- you know how everybody always sucks off the rogue Mm. let's suck off the rogue a little bit more (laughs) in the same way that when you play different robe subclasses it fucks with how sneak attack works and modifies it yeah why does this if this is the level 3 ability the experimental elixir it should change as you get higher level there should be more to it you should have other stuff involved with it because I'm looking at this and it's like, yeah, as you get higher levels, you gain you get like, some HP back. Ugh. You get HP back. Ugh. You can cast later, lesser and greater restoration, and then you get a you're resistant to poison and acid damage. 
Yeah, the greater, like, greater and lesser resto thing has nothing to do with the experimental elixir. No, or, or and heal. And then without heal. Without spending a spell slot, which is nice, but also, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the other ability is, like, when the creature drinks your experimental elixir, they get temp HP, which is like, okay, fine. That modifies it a little bit, but it doesn't add to the chaos or anything. And then it's, like, resistance, yeah. and then you can cast greater resto and heal without spell slots. What does that have to do with it? And then... Oh, yeah, then, then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's like every every single one of the abilities that comes from your subclass on the alchemist should modify the experimental elixir ability. But instead, it's just like, here, be the healer. Here's some other crap. Yeah, be a healer. Yeah. Here's some other crap. Yeah. And what it should do is you should get one. You should get two abilities, right? One ribbon ability like like the poison resistance is fine. But then another ability that affects how experimental elixir works that makes it better. Yeah, and not just all the temp go, HP thing. Yeah, it should all feed back into that ability because that's their cool showcase ability. In the same way that the artillerist, all the abilities should feed back into the fucking gun, which I think they do. Right? Yeah. Eldritch Cannon, Arcane Fire, Explosive Kid. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they did it for the artillerist. Oh, my God. I hate everything. Yeah. And they did it for the armor. Yeah. And they did, yeah, yeah, and armor is the same thing. Every ability the armor gets feeds back into your suit of armor. What the fuck, dude? I just... Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's why you get a three. I I, I can't say anything because uh, my favorite subclass is the artillerist. Yeah, no, I, I mean, mean I... Uh, listen, I, in far as sub... I, I want my favorite subclass of the, art, of the art, artificer to be... I want it to be alchemist... But it's not good. But it's armor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, want it to be buddy. alchemist, but it's armor. Because <laughs> because Iron Man cool. <laughs> yeah. You know? Hell yeah. And Battlesmith isn't bad, but Battlesmith is sort of plain? Or not plain. Battlesmith is the most straightforward. You know? Because it's the sort yeah. of rangery. It's artificer. the ranger paladin like. Yeah, it's the most straightforward. Weird which is fine. Mix. I'm yeah. fine with that. Doesn't make it my favorite, but it's not bad either. Like, I'll play a Battlesmith no. if I have a cool idea. No problem. Well, there was, there was the meme when it came out. Everyone's like, oh, look, another class. Another that's reason to not Ranger. play Ranger. Yeah. yeah, that's another better piece. Yeah. Master. Oh, and by the like, way. Thanks, oh, Wizards. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> by the way, guess what? All the subclass mm -hmm. abilities that the Battlesmith gets makes your pet better. Yep. Oh, they enhance your steel defender. How did you drop the ball on Alchemist so bad? I want to read the Pathfinder out uh, and just see like what the fuck they cool. do. Correct. Yeah, I read the two E one a little bit. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because I think you also make like bombs in Pathfinder. You can, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want, indeed. Yeah, I want. That's what. That's what I want for the invent. Like an inventor mm -hmm. character, I want to be able to make bombs. I want to be able to make elixirs. I want to be able to make basic firearms. I want to be able to yeah. make like. I mean, some, to be fair, I want to be able to artificer. Ignoring the magic, pro like the magic bit, you can with all the tool proficiencies and then later on you get expertise in like anything that revolves a tool using the Xanathar guide rules. You could you do can a lot a little of fucking bit. crazy shit. Here's the problem with that, Matt. The crafting rules in 5e suck <laughs> and are uh, all over the place. If the crafting... I don't think they're bad. I don't... They're, they're not amazing. They're I, not they, great. They are, I've seen working. so many. No, they're not great. But I've like, seen so I don't many games do bad. them better. 
just better and i've seen so many games do it better and more streamlined than even 5e. with the xanathar rules yes mm. yes because the xanathar rules have the opposite problem where they're so vague and open-ended that they like don't get used and then a lot also people forget about them but that's like a different wait what the fuck i i strictly use the xanathar rules for magic item making Oh, yeah. If you're crafting a magic item, I thought you were talking about the tool proficiency things that they give oh, you like a list of like oh, that weird. Too, that too. Sorry. Because no, I... you were talking about tool proficiencies. I'm not sorry, talking about. Sorry, yeah, see, yeah. Okay. See, this both, is both. Right. Sorry. This yeah. is not. That's well, not my player. My, some of my players have been using them because we keep bringing it up. I mean, yeah, players, you like, can. Uh, you can. Yeah. Force them into your game. You could go out of your way to like be like, I'm going to use this. But that's right. not even what I'm talking about. See, you're talking about crafting magic items. That's not what I want. I want an inventor character who can whip up shit on the fly. Be like, oh, I want to play MacGyver is what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. Like, oh, you want to play Rocket Raccoon (laughs) or sure. Yeah. Or Rocket. Right. That's what I'm getting at is like, I want to be able to be like, oh, we need, you know, I can whip up a potion on the fly. I can rip up a rudimentary bomb. Oh, we need this weird item to like bust the door down. I can whip it like I want to be able to whip shit up on the fly and Artificer could do that if the crafting rules of 5e supported that kind of thing, but they don't, right? The crafting rules only really help you out when it's like long term, like, okay, I'm making a magic sword that's going to take me several weeks. 5e is like, okay, here's what you can go. Here's how you can go about it. But like, like stars without number has a rule that you can literally just like jury rig items on the fly. And Sam's character in stars without number that was his whole shtick. There were multiple times where they were like, hey, Sam, we need a bomb. And he's like, I got you, fam. And he would just pull out random. And you would literally he literally had point um, like I forget what they call points of like. Of like um, like junk, basically like junk to make stuff with. Like he had like a tool bag, essentially. And in the same way that rations are kind of handled, he had, you know, let's say he had five points worth of of like tech equipment to make something. And Sam would go, I want to create a bomb that's going to blow out the structure, like the the facade of this building. Okay, use up three of your like tech equipment points and then make a roll and then he would like whip it up. Like that's the kind of shit I want to do in 5e. Mm. But 5e has no rules for it. And like, yeah, of course. And can I do it myself? Yeah, I could go about it, but but they don't want to. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I also, I also want. If also, if the game supports me for it, it makes things a lot easier and smoother, you know. And also, mm-hmm. if I'm playing in a game and I want to do the inventor thing, and those rules don't really exist, then I have to be like, "Hey, GM, what can we do to like make this work?" And then we got to have the back and forth, and maybe the GM doesn't want to do it. You know, it's like it's all these added layers of friction. Hmm as opposed to when we were playing stars without number and Sam was like, I want to do that. And the game went, here you go, fam. All right. Well, then you, you know, you brought up an interesting point uh, yes. because you said you want to be, you know, rocket raccoon or, or MacGyver. Yeah. What is your quintessential artificer? My friend? Uh, 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 neither oh, of those characters, it. but those are good choices. <laughs> mm. Um, so, okay. I have to caveat this, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not mm-hmm. caveat. Caveat makes it seem like I'm, I have to explain a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if the artificer was the inventor character that I'm talking about, then uh, a rocket raccoon would be a very good option, I think. However, specifically looking at artificer as it is in D&D, 
looking at the sort of magical, you know, the magic item bent that Artificer has, uh, that changes my answer to Edward Elric. Mm. Because Edward Elric. Yeah. Interesting. Hanenoren Kinjushkashi, Full Metal Alchemist. I interesting. Yeah, sure. I, I did not think we were gonna go there. I like that a lot. That's good. Yeah. Ed, Ed hits. I think Ed, in terms of the five E artificer and how it's portrayed, I think Ed hits basically every point, mm. give or take a couple. You know, like does Ed modify any of his equipment? Yeah, uh, like not a hundred percent, but like kinda. You know, like he does put the blade arm on the fucking auto mail, for example. Right. That's the classic Ed maneuver: is slap out the sword arm. You know, so. He doesn't necessarily make his own like magic items, but he does summon a bunch of shit. I mean, he summons the spear in the first two episodes, you know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. My boy Edward Ellery. Okay. Everyone yeah, go watch, watch Brotherhood. You mother. I was literally I just know. about to say if you haven't watched <laughs> Alchemist, Full Alchemist, go watch Full Alchemist. God, yeah, he's just on the Matt list. just the Giga Company group. Jesus he's just Christ, to watch FMA. Uh, I, I want the worst part is I want to watch it. I just never like. Just gotta have sit, the energy. Matt, to you just gotta pick a day and commit. Just pick a day and go. Because you know, once, because once caught you up with Jujutsu Kaisen. Once you nice. start that last once, episode was nuts. Once you start, uh. Alchemist, you're in. Like, it's only going to take you like three episodes and you're going to be in. Okay. At, mm, mm, yeah, slight, okay uh, slight caveat. The first like two episodes of Brotherhood are kind of crappy because they had to come up with a new intro to the show. So yeah. the first two ish episodes are weird. So Brotherhood takes slightly longer to get rolling, but like, slight. Very yeah, slight. that's fine. Yeah. No, I know. I, again, I know it's good. I'm just. It's amazing. Procrastinating on it. It's like one of best anime of all time material. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, Isaiah, what? Who is your quintessential uh, artificer? Okay. <laughs> do you want? Do you want the answer or the wild answer? Well, you know, let's, let's. I want the wild answer. Let's go. You want the wild the answer wild? first? Hell yeah, dude. So the wild answer, my quintessential artificer is Kevin Flynn from Tron. I don't even know who that is. I feel, yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like it's Jeff Bridges' character in the in the Tron series. He is the user as they were uh, as they speak about him, like kind of basically the god of the grid, which is the cybernetic digital world that Tron takes place in. Um, I say that Flynn is an artificer because. He very specific, like, he does have damn near godlike control over the grid as we know it, but he does need, like, toolkits and access points to do it. So mm-hmm. he can't just, for example, like, he can't just be like, oh, it's daytime in the grid, and then he just snaps his fingers. No, he, like, has to integrate with or create a terminal and start fucking with things, and he needs, like, access codes and shit to do it. And more specifically, if he wants to interface with a program, a being in the grid, he needs their identity disc, which is the weird like chakram blade thing that they throw. Mm. Uh, And he has a lot of like, can turn off the lights, can create fucking, he's kind of like Ed with a digital vibe to him. So I guess maybe my wacky answer is not really the wacky answer, hilariously enough. It Mm. just has a like techno spin on it. You're saying I have the wacky answer? (laughs) I think our wacky, your answer and my wackier answer are mixed. 
which is interesting. Okay. What was your, what was your gonna be your normal My answer? My absolute answer is Constance Amelie von Brunschbank Albrechtsberger from uh, Little Witch Academia. I oh, have that's another one I gotta watch. No idea who that is, <laughs> and I have so, never watched that show. Uh, Constance is one of these students in like the side team. They're like the the class fucking two A from My Hero. They're the characters you arguably care about more than the main cast, but don't get any of the screen time. And and you know, in in Little Witch Academia, they all have their own way of like interfacing with magic. So like, Akko is she has plot armor. Uh, the main, the other secondary main <laughs> character, Lote, uses mushrooms and okay, poisons and like, potions. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just looked this character up. Yeah, and I, just, right? I just see a picture of him with an MP5. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have to dive a gif for it. There you go. Oh, oh my god. No, it didn't load the way I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, so there's a bit in the funny. second special where they get into like a magic fight with kids from another school, uh, and. Everyone's like, like slinging spells at each other and like saying magic words. And Constance in the background pulls, pulls out a, like a little box out of her hat that she's been working on for like the last two episodes. Yeah, that. And opens it up into an MP5, <laughs> loads her wand in, racks the clack, and just starts opening fire. Oh my god! These, amazing. They're all like, I think they're all like sixteen to seventeen. So she's just unloaded an MP5 on a bunch of high schoolers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's in that's in the actual show where they accidentally break into her lab. And they're like, hey, Constance, how you doing, buddy? And she just pulls out an actual gun. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think this is this is uh, basically a flawless choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I was like, I have one really good answer and one kind of wacky one. Um, I mean, yeah, this is no. literally just what an artificer is. Yeah, yeah it's just Constance. She is uh, my favorite character in Little Witch Academia behind the Poison Girl Susie. Uh, and I'm actually thinking of rewatching this show because I love this character so much. <laughs> what the fuck? She also, it gets better. She doesn't speak. Like, she's 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 not mute because they know she speaks. She just doesn't speak to the group. Um, mm. And she's always a background character insofar as she is in the background doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just see her in other shots tinkering with something. And there's one bit where it's like, it cuts to her like working on a box and it cuts away and then it cuts back to her and it's like the box exploded in her face. She's got like soot all over herself. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Constance, oh, buddy, are you okay? <laughs> I yeah. fucking can't. I love right. her so much. By the way, this is her actual name. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm not going to try to say that. I'm really Oh, my God. Yeah, Constance Amelie von Braunschbank Albrechtsberger. Jesus. Sure. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't well, think you're going to top that one, Matt. No, mine, mine's going to be pretty vanilla. Here and pretty after, obvious. After, I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, what do you think I'm going to say? Oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I usually go comic books, but I, I don't think this time I'm going to go comic book. I'm not going with the you obvious fucking yeah. the obvious Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to go with the obvious one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the, my new favorite at the moment. Uh, currently, I'm going to go with Jace from Arcane. Ooh. Magic inventor guy sees magic goes. I want to do that. 
and basically it combines magic and technology creates portals weapons like fucking it's cool i i literally want to like when i run my eberron game in the future i'm literally just gonna take all the shit from arcane and just slap it in there because it's That's such fair. a good cool Jace, mix I, world like you're not okay the arcane version, not yeah. No, I, I that's what I was. I don't know anything about so the, the, the that's official what I was about to version. Say. League, so League Jace slightly is slightly coloring my thought here. Mm. So yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I mean, he has always been an inventor, dude. Um, that's always been his thing. Yeah, but um, his old lore. Well, okay, so I don't. I don't know. His old lore, if I'm remembering correctly, he was a little bit more of a superhero. Yeah. Um, but kind of why they had the drawing in the show and everything. But Arcane may be leading to him getting there eventually. Yeah. So, you know, the the sort of backstory fill in might make sense in that case. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you're not wrong. I don't know if if in league originally i don't remember if he built his hammer himself or not i don't i don't I have no idea don't know but yeah, yeah. he's he's sort of a <laughs> jace is a cheater because he has two subclasses uh he's both an artillerist and a battlesmith yeah true yeah. <laughs> uh so he's a bit of a cheater but yeah yeah look he just asked really hard his dm uh, to let him use some of the machine the yeah the machinist stuff from early artificer Something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. He wants his own Doty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jace makes sense. I think that's a valid one. Yeah. Also, I'm uh, a little annoyed that I didn't think of Jace. I, damn, I remember when Jace fucking came out in League, like when he was the newest champion. Yeah, I was. Yeah, what same. a time. A time. Yeah. He was like the wildest champion because of his form switching thing. That was the first time mm. they ever did anything like that. I remember so many of my friends just trying to figure out how he worked. Yeah, my friend, my one friend, like literally played him forever. day one and just played for fucking hours one day, one weekend. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, but I do Victor, have as Victor I always- also kind of an artificer. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think Victor. Counts. Yeah. I, I don't know too much about him, like in the league side, other than like he's some sort of like weird. He does the same thing Jace does now. Oh, okay. No, he does yeah, the I same mean, thing. It's, it's, he just has a, he's like, a degenerative immune dis- like uh, nervous system disease. <laughs> Victor. And Victor then, is a is an adeptus mechanicus tech priest, is what he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. He was like, well, my body's falling apart. The flesh mm. is weak. The flesh is weak. Yeah. 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 Praise the Omnissiah. Yeah, plays you know. fucking Children of the Omnissiah in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's literally Victor's whole stick. But like, he makes all of his shit, and he can like, I think he can also like mind control machines or something I like that. Think so. But yeah, yeah, he, he didn't. He also make Blitzcrank. Maybe Which, I don't remember. Did he make Which, Blitzcrank? I don't actually. I know. think so. I think I read that because that's why they're like people are like, yeah, Blitzcrank's gonna be in season two. I'm like, my boy. My big yellow boy. Uh, <laughs> Blitzcrank's <laughs> going to be a weird addition to that one. Yeah, season two is going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> Very excited to see Warwick oh. and Singed. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Singed, Warwick. Oh. Cool. So who are your second? Uh, so I have, again, I always get the list as I do. Um, so funny ones. Obviously, again, Tony Stark, we all. Yeah, sure. Okay. He was the first one I thought of. 
very obvious to everyone. Uh, another comic book character that's, uh, you know, a little weird, but uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I've heard, he, I've heard people say He's just that. an ice-based artificer. Yeah, he just has a weird thing about cold. Yeah, he's yeah. just really obsessed with freezer burn on his balls. Mm. Uh, another comic book guy, Dr. Doom. Literally, like, yeah. you know, studied magic like a giant nerd and then was like, but technology and science. He literally a gypsy, too. Yeah. Yeah. God, I fucking hate Dr. Doom. <laughs> uh, I also was looking up. A lot of people just said Percy from Critical Role. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were just like, I, it's just Artificer. You like, know, right. it's funny. I, I, I wonder. I, I, I remember watching Critical Role and, and thinking that. I'm like, if Artificer was out at the time, would Taliesin have played an Artificer? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because he. He was mostly, I think he just wanted to play Warlock with a gun. Right. Because of the whole, yeah. Um, I yeah. forgot, what what's the demon, is the hate demon's name? It was Steve, I don't know. Sure, yeah, Steve. Doesn't matter. But, <laughs> I think he was more so trying to do that. It does, it then, did, yeah, maybe. And then eventually it morphed into Gunman. It'd actually be really easy to reflave Warlock as Gunlock. Like Eldritch yeah. Blast is just your gun, and then your your two spell slots are like magic grenades. Yeah. What if you're like, you know, what? my my rod of the pack keeper is just slightly shaped and bent into oh a you God. know pistol form. Yeah, it'd be that'd be really easy. When when you said gun lock, my brain immediately <laughs> went to that fucking dipshit loser in Sorta Online named Death Gun. Death <laughs> Gun. No, there's yeah. not a character named Death you don't Gun. Know the Death Gun. No, I stopped watching Sora <laughs> after Alfheim bullshit. He, he's literally a simp who loves the blue-haired character in Sword Art and does uh, oh. bad things to the no-no square when he doesn't get his way. Is he another uh, simp that got unjust unjustified victory? No, no, oh, okay, he uh, it it goes. He's like kind of interesting, except it's not because they spoil it in episode two. Who it actually is, if you can read Japanese, which means every Japanese person in the world knew who Just it was. Just looked at that and went, knew who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. then he again, he 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 loses and goes, "I'm going to do the bad thing to the no no square." And you go, "Why? Why are you fucking like <laughs> this, you goober?" <laughs> yeah, hold on. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah um, here you go. Good old, good old, good old death gun. <laughs> They couldn't have come oh up with a better. God, oh such Jesus! He's so. Fuck. Oh wow! That that's not what I was expecting him to look like. Oh, and he's just got a glicky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That, that's the gun gale season. Yeah, that's his face. Uh, oh what my fucking dork. god! Yeah. So wait, yeah. who is is uh, is is he? What's his face from Sword Art? Like the original who? game? No, no, no. He's not that guy. He's just a simp. He's just another guy. Well, you just said, dude. Oh, well, you said who he was is like a reveal. Yeah, because he's he's the character Shion's like childhood childhood friend. He's one of like Shion's friends, and then he was oh. like, "I loved you the whole time, and you oh, ignored me, so I'm going to do the bad simp. thing to the no no square." You're like, "I'm mm. right." Got it. Got it. He's that kind of simp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's all wrapped in bandages too. Yeah. Oh my yep. god. Yeah. Yep. yep, he's such an edge queen. Uh, let's see. You know what, what sucks too uh. is with like with a certain kind of character, he could have been really cool. Like they could have yeah, really played yeah. into his edge. Yeah. 
and made him so fucking sick. He could have made made him like like snake eyes or something like where he doesn't talk. He just gestures, tilts his head, but then does badass shit. It would have been the coolest character. Yeah, yeah. You should listen. If you can find a clip of him saying his own name out loud in the English dub, it is. I think it's Patrick Seats doing the voice. So just imagine him being like, I am Death God. And you're like, no, (laughs) no. It's like that big Ultraman season one for the Netflix show where the guy's like, you'll never be able to beat me. The galaxy's greatest assassin. And that literal pause for effect. He goes, Ace Killer. And you're like, no, 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 that's not your name. That's amazing. You were so cool until you said that. I love that. It's like a kid jumping on front of his desk. That's my cool guy and you're like all right yeah 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 right, get, i get mean down, look, i'm just saying if you're if you're gonna make your edgelord characters that just are like this deep into the edge i it, they need to be skull knight otherwise i'm not having the conversation yeah skull yeah. knight's the only version of this edge i accept anymore <laughs> uh, i think yeah. the the thing about skull knight too right is like if you were to ask him he's like i are, do you think you're cool skull knight and he's like no God no! <laughs> what the fuck makes you think I enjoy any of this? <laughs> My life is hell. Yeah. So ba- that's basically it, right? You need like the ultimate self-depreciating edge queen to make them good. You need a magnificent bastard or a self-depreciating edge queen. Mm. <laughs> Those are I will hear levels. nothing else. <laughs> Those are the two genders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else I got on my list. Uh. Hephaestus came up a couple of times when yeah, I was searching. Yeah, yeah. Hephaestus is, a, is mm. like, I mean, I, Hephaestus is uh, like he's the first. Yeah, he's the first. Base. Like, I'm not really good. I, I, I thought about using him, but I'm like, I, I don't know. I can't really point to who? a media. Although in hindsight, yeah, wait, who made Archimedes? I don't know. The the like robotic owl, the machine owl. Probably was that Hephaestus or was that Daedalus? Uh, honestly, I think Daedalus is more of a Daedalus? artificer. Yeah, maybe, Daedalus yeah. doesn't. Daedalus is just like a dude, though. Yeah, but he made like the the wings yeah. of Icarus. Like he he's like a he's smart. Yeah, yeah, he is but the wings. Okay, but smart is oh. not the only criteria here. Well, Hephaestus made mad. Like again, Hephaestus made magic well, items. So Hephaestus Daedalus literally made tech. <laughs> well, no, Daedalus just made like stuff. Like he didn't even really, really mm. make tech. Like the wings are just some wood and some wax, yeah, you I know. Guess. And like he built a labyrinth. Daedalus is an art, uh, 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 architect. Right. He's not like an. He's not an engineer. He's an architect. Mm. But Hephaestus made literal fucking bronze automatons. Mm. Yeah. Like Hephaestus made robots in Greek mythology. To to, to maybe bang, but mostly to be his servants. Mm-hmm. They were all hot ladies for some reason. Do with that what you nah. want. Mm. So, like, Hephaestus, I think, works. I don't know about Daedalus so much. Uh, let's see. And my, my three wild cards over here, all of them come from the same kind of idea of cartoon mad scientists. We have uh, Professor Farnsworth. Doofenshmirtz is one of them. <laughs> I, I knew he was going to say Doofenshmirtz. And, uh, and Rick Sanchez. I, yeah, Rick, I've heard. Who the fuck is yeah. Professor Farnsworth? The, the professor from Futurama. 
Oh. Yeah, the I'm good dead. news, everyone. Like that guy. Okay, I, again, though, I feel like just being smart guy who makes stuff is a little too loose on the definition here. Yeah, but they make, sh like, wild fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, but they that also, can, I like, feel like they also have to be D&D. Like, okay, here's what I think. You can play Professor Farnsworth in D&D, just be an old man. The like, old man's gonna go I, out and kill monsters? And fight? I'd say, I cast Firebolt. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. What happens when you run out of spell slots, Farnsworth? You're gonna have to hit something with a sword at some point, bud. And what happens mm. when the big monster hits you with a set of sword? You, you die. Yep. This is my, this is my this is look my my point my point <laughs> is when we're doing the when we're doing the, the the D and D represented characters, I feel like they have to be physically capable to a certain fucking degree here. Mm, nah, Doofenshmirtz I, I I, I is not time. gonna one v one a Baylor. <laughs> it's just not happening. Eh, not with that kind of attitude. <laughs> hey, let me know how that goes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Doofenshmirtz has like 10 HP at max. Like, behold, my Balornator. <laughs> just like, yeah, and then the Balor <laughs> punches him in the balls and he dies. Uh. Uh. I, uh, I mean, I know the answer to this one, but I guess, uh, have you guys ever played the class before? You no, know, sir. I I dabble just a little bit, if you believe it. It's a smidge. Isaiah's played an artificer for almost 80 sessions straight at this point. Yeah. Nice. On top of the other artificers I've played. Yeah. Like, I've played five artificers total. Jesus. Yeah, because Ilias and then the other Ilias, because there was two of them, and for two separate campaigns, they were built differently. Um... There was the mask maker I made, <clears throat> who made magic masks, and oh yeah, so it's four, yeah, with Jenga. <clears throat> I've played so zero. Nice. Same. Yep. Never touched surface. I was going to play a kobold uh, alchemist, and then for like and a the one shot, and then just bad. never, just never happened. Yeah. I mean, it was a level three one shot. I don't so even I know, like. like I feel like I would also need a campaign where I feel like Artificer would work. I don't I don't know yeah. that I would throw Artificer like, like if I had an Artificer idea, like a character idea, I, I don't know that I would just toss it into any old campaign. I would need to feel like it. it. Well, see, that's the weird that's the thing. The Alchemist, I feel like could fit better in any and better than the other ones in any yeah. kind of campaign. Like, yeah, uh, it's weird that the magic suit of armor Unless you're like, this was armor handed down to me by my forefathers, and I, I learned the craft. Like if you're playing like a a dwarf, and you're, yeah, yeah, you, know, you could just our battle armor. armor is fucking stone or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> the gun and the robo dog go. Those are a little tough. yeah, those are gonna be a little harder. Like definitely, if I'm playing Eberron, I'm definitely going Artificer for sure. Yeah, like no questions asked. <laughs> but yeah, no. I don't I've also I don't know in terms of list like in terms of 5e class the classes that I want to play the artifice is pretty low on the list Oof. overall that hurts that hurts me mm. like I still I think, like I think it's the only in no, terms sorry, no, of things that are like next on my list it's really a fight between druid and wizard mm. so you know. yeah I think it's been the only one I haven't played Nice. I think I've, I've at least played every class once. Must be nice to have but, other people actually run 5e for you. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what that's like. Oh, one, one day, I one day, like, uh, couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I still want to run that level 20 with you guys at some point. I actually just need to sit down and set it up. Stop being lazy. Oh my god, I just... <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking about the fucking <laughs> that just couldn't be me thing. That just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, it's funny because I'm feeling that right now, but like not in the same way because I have really weird niche games that I want to play, and then no one will run for me. just just see if, just join a random roll like twenty a beam game. Man. Saber. <laughs> I don't think beam saber's niche. Look, what? as much okay, here's my thing. This is Isaiah about to rant about Mecca for two seconds. Uh, is Big Robot much, niche? Yeah, I think so. Because a lot of people think Big Robot equals like brainless gun porn, which is not the fucking case. Like Big Robot is often only the medium slash conduit to which all the really spicy melodrama and character building comes yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, big robot shows aren't actually about the big robot. Exactly. Never. Literally because never. But people don't either don't realize that or don't believe it based on the very, very little that they've actually seen. Well, because the big robots are just the guns. Yeah. Like in the same way that a military movie isn't about the AK-47s. The big robot show is not actually about the robots. Yeah. In the same uh, way that superheroes aren't actually about the superpowers. In fact, the least interesting thing about superheroes is their stupid list of superpowers. That's why when the list gets longer and longer, people get more and more annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not the fucking point. I mean, let's put, let's put it this way, right? Um, despite the fact that Armored Core 6 is like the most well-selling <laughs> Armored Core game in all of like, in, you know, in its history, and it's sold more copies in the first fucking month than others have in their entire lifespan. The only people who have Armored Core that I know are my friend Cade and Sam. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that so few people are willing to play a video game, which requires no preparation. <laughs> Less work. Yeah. The fact that someone that no one will run me a uh, funny robot RPG. I, I think it says something to about uh, how niche it actually is. I don't know, okay, man. I think if you just look for groups on Roll20 or like in other Discord servers of a people like they have looking group for groups channels, if you just post in there and be like, hey, I'm looking to join a group this beam saber game anybody know anything you'll get some results and unfortunately it'll be with randos but that's kind of the thing is like i don't mind playing with randos but i also don't prefer like you know i'd rather play yeah. a funny robot game with friends yeah but then that you gotta either convince somebody to run it or you have to run it well i'm probably gonna just run it my damn self unfortunately <laughs> i mean a lot of the problem uh, a, a lot of the problem too is just well, okay. We specifically as a group have a kind of weird problem that other people <laughs> most of the time the problem people have is I don't have any friends who are into tabletop so I don't have anyone to play with. We have the opposite problem where we have too many friends who are way too into tabletop so everybody's trying to run games all the time and so nobody has the time because everybody's mm. already in a game or running a game already, right? That's the problem we this have. Is, this is true. This is a... Right? Because yeah. we... Because the three of us have a quite... In terms of potential players, we have a wide selection. Oh, but everybody's already running something or already in something or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or they want to run a different game. Like, they're trying to run a, something else. And I say, it's like, I want to run Funny Robot Game. And then somebody else is like, yeah... 
but you know I'm really out here trying to run cyberpunk and then I'm over here like yeah I'm out here trying to run like worlds without number and then it's like a whole thing you know <laughs> yeah so I just want to play funny robot game I know you <laughs> I know you do although I do think it's worth pointing okay. out that I think you'll get a uh, I still think you'll get a pretty valid a- amount of satisfaction out of running funny robot game because you still get the whole like political drama of it all from the GMC. I, true. Look, I do. And I think I, I've said this. I was talking to Ant about this. Um, I've just given up on using the screen name. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was talking to him about this where it's like I, I was like, I bet I could get most of my current party to play in Beam Saber because no one in my party gives a single solitary fuck about post-apocalypse, but I managed to get that to work. And I feel like Funny Robot is not that far off. And once I hit them with the sweet, sweet character drama, they'll be like, you know what? I can play Funny funny Robot game. Funny (laughs) robots are funny. (laughs) We like it. It's all fun in games until like, you do a mission really well and everything's great. And then someone gets nailed right in the cockpit and explodes and you have to watch in like mm-hmm. terrifying slow motion as someone they've get, like get grown to love over 20 sessions dies horribly in a ball of fire. Yeah, but uh, wait, it, is, is, uh, does Beam Saber, does uh, does everybody orgasm when the, the mech transforms like in uh, Aquarium? No, they do not do that like in Aquarium. Damn it. <laughs> Why are you gonna Where's throw the point? Me? Why are you throwing me under the bus like this? Why would you mention one of my favorite anime, mecha anime, being like the sole part of my cringe self? Uh, I haven't seen the second season or series. This has nothing to do with Aquarium, but Isaiah talking about people dying in slow-mo, and I just thought about Amaro and Shara, just, your mother? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I thought of. She, I loved her so much. She could have been a mother to me. A mother? Blah. What? Fucking it dies. fucking dies. In a ball of light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, honestly, Matt. Oh, God. My chair just almost broke on me again. Um, God damn it. It did it twice. I'm sorry if you have to hear that in the audio. <laughs> but yes, as someone who's watched both series of Aquarion, you know, the the Finnacum every time they do the transformation gets really annoying. <laughs> I really quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that being fun for very long. I just thought it was no. funny every time. <laughs> it, it, you know, here's the thing. It goes from like, you know, entertaining and like a oh oh fan service. Oh you. Oh, I remember 2006. I remember. Yeah. To and eventually being funny. like, geez, just get the fuck on with it. Yeah, 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 and then it's funny because you're like, Jesus Christ, this is gonna be every time, isn't it? And <laughs> then by episode ten, you're like, okay, I get it, I get it. Can you just please punch him with the cool infinity punch? Can you do the cool just do the do thing? Do the robot, please. Do the things, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> the second season series was also very good, and I think it did the love element way better than season one. There is actually like a massive romance subplot in Aquarion. It's not even the mm-hmm. subplot. It's the plot, really. I was about to say, uh, isn't it like the main thing? Yeah, and they did it even better. And I actually grew to like the second season characters arguably more than the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquarion, good show, despite it being nothing but really needless, egregious fan service at times. Yeah. Anyway, back to Artifice. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the clip. This is going to be the episode I, clip. Bad fucking money. I mean, I, you know, I may or may not have had that thought. Yeah. 
uh, I mean, big robot, just version of Artificer, really. True. Yeah, Very it. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I I literally said it, right? I was like, if Django dies, I'm going to make a gnome who's going to, like, repurpose Django's body into a mech suit. <laughs> and then fucking everybody was like, that's, like, really fucked up on a moral level. And I was like, yeah, yeah but it'd be really funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> Will he still be uh, armor or would he be uh, a different class? I, I don't know what it would be. I think I, I played around. It, it, it's like the your character dies and you just scribble junior on the character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it has that energy. Yeah. 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 What is What was that one post where it's like the, the dude was DMing for his like, you know, eight year old brother and his brother yeah, died yeah. in like the first 10 minutes. And then he scribbled junior on the character sheet and was like, I will get revenge from my father. From my father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of energy yep. I want at my table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Take us somewhere. Um. Yeah, did you say, I know. Did you say a favorite subclass, Matt? Yeah, uh, uh, artillers. artillers. Oh. Yeah, I like. Uh, I just, I just, I love the idea of the Eldritch Cannon. Like, I think it's like, you know, like, like I like the idea that it gives you options, and then, like you were saying, like as you level up, you get more options for it. Unlike the the fucking alchemist. Yeah, <laughs> but it's weird because like so you can have it uh, like it could be either like a medium-sized cannon that you just place on the ground or or sorry a small size cannon you place on the ground or wherever or it could be a tiny object that you hold in your hand so it can be a gun or a wrist gauntlet if you want to you know star lord it or whatever yeah, yeah like it, it could it, be a flamethrower the, the fucking force ballista which is yeah. like you know eldritch blast or energy shield which is cool yeah, I, I, I find it. I, I, almost, I, I don't know. I feel like they were almost afraid. Like the Eldritch Cannon is obviously the evolution of the Thunder Cannon, right? But yeah, it does feel a little weird. It's like they were afraid to just make it like a cool magic rifle thing, because that's what the Thunder Cannon was, right? It was like a, yeah. it was like a magical rifle. Yeah, it was a magic yeah, rifle that you load. Like you had a bag that made bullets. magic bullets, yeah. and you loaded the bullets into the gun and you fired them. But yeah, yeah, they were like scared to do that. I don't, I don't know. Which is, it, but, it, then, but then they have the arcane firearm, which is like I can turn a stick or a staff or a wand, right? And it basically is a gun. A gun. Yeah. Like, I yo, that felt like the biggest fucking cop out, out for me. Yeah. It, it's like, but you get gun wands. I'm like, literally, who the fuck cares? Give me uh, a revolver. I, I like gun wands. I want a fucking <laughs> matchlock rifle. I don't want gun wand. I don't even want a revolver. I want like a flintlock weapon. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want the, the, the fucking brake barrel hunter's pistol from. Yeah, Blood yeah, one. yeah. Like a brake barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I will say I my problem with the thing about a gun wand is visually in my head. Gun wand just doesn't look goofy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. it just looks goofy. Well, that, I also. So I I first discovered it because Acquisition Incorporated, the, the wizard of the group. He literally dual wielded gun wands, and that was his thing. And I was like, "Oh, but Ack Inc. It's goofy as fuck." So I was like, "Yeah, yeah this is why I like it." Like, cause, cause yeah, in a serious you, setting, like it, it'll look kind of funny, where it's like you literally look like a child. If you stick. look up Eberron <laughs> pictures of arcane, like they have some art where characters are wielding arcane firearms, mm -hmm. and yeah, they just look kind of funny. Yeah. Like, or like just, some of them, like the the Matt Mercer cat person. 
That literally is just holding a wand gun. Uh, I haven't seen that one specifically. Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, gun wand. I also don't really like in terms of wizard stuff, though, like wizard, the class, not the company. Um. Oh, the yeah, that one. Yeah, I don't like yeah. I'm thinking of that yeah, one. So I that, that the one you posted was is Vi. That's Jeremy Crawford's character. Yeah, I, I don't know. That gun wand looks goofy to me. It's yeah, no. Overly detailed and and yeah, and then the, yeah, and then the one who looks like a cowboy that's just holding a wand, like a normal wand, just holding a normal uh, wand. Yeah, it's not it. Nah, ain't it, Chief? Although I don't, I don't actually, I don't hate this kind of vibe. Is alright, but these oh, this is a different thing. Never mind. Um, as <laughs> well. I yeah. mean, like, here's the thing. I this this is a weird thing, right? It's like. Uh, there is a very specific like I don't know what's if it, how am I gonna word this? That sounds like a dipshit. Um, uh huh. I've said, said that word like six times this podcast. If you think about a gun, right? Like if you think about a sword, I don't know if anyone else does this, but when you're like when you're playing a character, you kind of want to like feel there's what there's like a a gravity a like weight to like your character doing something. You know, mm. like shit. When I, I I often just have like props around me while I'm DMing, um, to just help like sell the the like feel of something. Right. A gun has like weight, right? There's like a heft, a a like solid feeling. Not just a stick. Yeah. It's not just a stick. Like <laughs> you just you can't. It's not the same. Honestly, you know, if you wanted to do a gun wand, right, what you would do, uh, you'd take like a wheel lock gun, which had the, the like, you know, it looked very wand like and where the lock mechanism, you want like a crystal or some shit. That's well, something I could deal with. I, I have seen people do that. I have seen art. That's basically that vibe that you're saying. There's like magical shit around the wheel lock part. Yeah. Or you've, you've probably seen this thing because this is all over the place. Uh, yeah, I've seen not that exactly. where it's like you put a yeah, I'm not crazy about in there, that yeah. I've seen I'm not that. either, but... I'm, like, eh, on it. Crap. But, like, yeah, I, yeah. There's ways to go... I don't know, it's... Also, is it that weird to, like, hmm. assume that characters in the universe of, like the, like, the Forgotten Realms, even, that they would make... Like a wheel lock style weapon, but with a magical wand that fires from the barrel. Like that seems pretty like like a logical conclusion. So it's not yeah, I mean, that look, out of place. Like it I, I really know. is the great equalizer, right? It's like not everyone can like everyone can learn magic, but people are just born better magic users in, in Forgotten Realms. Uh and not everyone can use a sword, and not everyone is strong enough to use a bow. So like hmm. the gun just sort of makes sense in the in yeah. the same way that guns in real life were designed for that purpose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't I don't I don't know. Wizards. Wizards. Scared. I will say, though, they're putting the uh, modern firearm stuff. They are putting that. Uh, into the player's handbook for yeah. the 2024 re-release. So, which that that's nice. They're acknowledging it somewhat. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, 
I feel like part of it too is wizards. Some people at wizards want to try and hold on to the older school vibe that like D and D used to have. And I think at a certain point you got to accept that five E is much more, uh, everything fantasy soup. And it, yeah. and D&D used yeah. to be. I, I've noticed that, and I have a weird thing about that, right? Where it's like, I, I'm sort of in the camp of like, pick a side, right? Because you're, on one end, you have like, Leonin and Satyrs, and it's like, well, they're technically setting specific, but there they is are, no yes. rule that says that you can't do them in Forgotten Realms, like module books. So on yeah. some level, you are accepting that these things typically do not exist in this setting, but fuck it. It's whatever the players want. But then it's like, it literally says it in background. Yeah. Well, it, it, it seems it like says, a step too far. Like, it, well, it says it in the books they come from that they are setting specific. Yeah. Yes, but there's nothing enforcing that. No, well, yeah, well, actually, no this, I guess, well they do tell do you. Well, there's, uh, I mean, I, it depends there's on what certain you mean. Things they do tell you don't making. play these outside of like Theros. Yeah, well, there are it certain things like a lot of the new feats now. They specifically tell you like only characters only from the setting, like area, what they did yeah. with Dragonlance and the uh, Spelljammer and shit. Although, again, another thing I really love about the Eberron book, they have a whole section after they talk about the races of Eberron where they're like, listen, man, they're like, you know, D&D 5e, there's so many more races that are out there like Kenku that aren't normally in Eberron. Just throw them in. Figure out your own lore. This is game is all about imagination. And then he and then he gives you his website, uh, Keith Baker, and he has been writing blogs about like how to make like work with 5e, how to integrate certain races and shit and like update the game and do all this like awesome stuff. If you're running a currently an Eberron game in 5e and you want to use like a Leonin or whatever the fuck. Like he, he'll do it and, and he's again. He wrote the fucking world. So if anyone can figure out like how to make your life as a GM easier for running Eberron games, it's fucking Keith Baker, the guy that wrote the fucking setting. I, I just want this, the Van Helsing fully automatic crossbow. Is that too much? To <laughs> <answer>? <laughs> I'm going to be one hundo with you, Matt. I have no fucking clue how your train of thought took you to that place based on what Isaiah just said. But yeah. OK. <laughs> This is just another. We're gonna example. label these as Matt isms. You just gotta this play is, it. Yeah, it is. Just pay Matt isms. Jeez. Okay. Uh, 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 instead of a tangent, it's a it's a it's a mat it's a mat it's a tan mat. I don't know. I'll have to workshop this one. No, but you a gotta mat. use Matt's. You gotta use Matt's stupid naming invention. It's 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 a it's a mangin. A mangin. Yep, there yeah. it is. Yeah. All right. A mangin <laughs> is when Matt goes on a tangent based off a singular word that you just said in a long string of sentences and Matt thinks it's related to what you just said, but it's really not. I think it is related, Josh. I think it is. I, I think you, you know just, what? I just need funny. to pay attention a little bit. <laughs> I, I often find myself on the, the direction of hold on, let him cook, even <laughs> if I know it doesn't make any sense. I just want to see where he goes. at some point. You, you don't, though. You did Very it. often, you, did it. you don't bring it back around. Mm, I just want to like, see how far it goes. Sounds, sounds like gaslighting to me. I don't know if I believe No, you. no, Matt. I don't do that. <laughs> Point being, um, sure, yes, what Matt said isn't incorrect, that, yes, the guy who wrote uh, Eberron setting has lots of useful information for you to run the Eberron setting. 
going back to what Isaiah was saying, though, um, yeah, it's they. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they, they're sort of picking. Listen, I get it personally. I don't like Forgotten Realms because the it's it's fantasy setting is just as I said, the jungle juice of fantasy. They just yeah, the generic throw everything fantasy in. land. Well, it's not even generic. Yeah. No, because generic fantasy is like Tolkien. Forgotten Realms is um, Tolkien and uh, Marvel and uh, Magic the Gathering and um, also That's you know what DC I mean gener- and like not, yeah. it's not generic. It's 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 we're just throwing everything into the soup. Yeah. You know, like there's so much crap that the they hodgepodge. Just, a hodgepodge is a, yeah, that's a better word. Hodgepodge. So it's like I'm not a fan of that, but I think Wizards of the Coast, y'all gotta kind of accept that that's the thing you made. You well, know? I think they have because they've mentioned they've they've known multiple times that people, again, like Chris Perkins has said, people when a new book comes out, people rip like pages out of the book, they slap it in their homebrew world, and they go. More most people who play 5e run homebrew campaigns in their own worlds. Yes. And they take ideas from their other books. But which, then know, why good. if if they're accepting it, then why are they afraid to give us guns? You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's well, what no, I mean. Like well, that's the, the thing. They have the literally Bigsby, the Bigby book. There's sort of it's sorta. one new gun, but, but they, like, they are giving guns <sighs> but like weird magic giant ancient like ancient Look, giant man, magic I'm not item sugarcoat it there is no excuse <laughs> <laughs> well what, but when i say uh, you know i want guns i don't want ancient giant magic item like i want flintlock pistols to yeah. be around i want a you know a flintlock rifle or a break barrel rifle maybe if we're getting fucking wild, maybe like a Winchester repeater, maybe. But yeah. that's like uh, I can understand if you're not down with that. That might be a step too far. Fine. Yeah. Well, again, if they're going to add it into the player's handbook as the as well, regular weapons and with the, uh, the adding, weapon options and stuff, it'll make it more uh, what do you, like normalized, more normalized. So people yes. will be able to like use it in their fan, you know, their fantasy games and. You can have Gimli with a fucking Gatling gun or whatever. But then and be okay with it. give me my inventor class. <laughs> yeah. Give I, me more look, classes. I, I think it's completely reasonable to have a crank Gatling in a fantasy setting. Or shit. You like, know what? You know what? I'll split the difference. Give me an inventor artificer subclass that leans more into that. I'll take that. I'll take that. But right, also, yes. Crank, now, crank now, machine gun is yeah. I'm just thinking yeah. about like so the 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 Japanese are not the only ones to do this, but the Japanese very like specifically had the like triple barrel rotating uh, yep. Taganshima that you had to like you fired rotated the barrel fired again like that's that is by definition a repeating pistol right? It is a pistol that repeats its action. Yeah. Uh, it like it 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 ex- it's there. It's just you just have to know what you're talking about. <laughs> my Sicilian's coming out <laughs> it, and and you know also shit like the ancient Chinese weapon the Hiwacha Hiwacha I love that yeah you know there's a there's precedent for crazy <laughs> artillery <laughs> I love the idea of someone being like 
Oh wait, it's Winter's Crest? Get me the fireworks. Fireworks? We're making a huacha. The huacha. What is that? The, just let him cook. Do, let him cook. Do, It'll work. Does does black powder and fireworks exist in the Forgotten Realms? It has to, because they talk about like ships having cannons. Oh yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah, what the fuck? And there is a fireworks spell. Yeah. yeah, so they have to at least know what a firework is to create a replicate <laughs> spell of the effect. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, there is no excuse. <laughs> and if you say that there is, you're wrong. The more we well, think about it, is... the more we think about it, the more we go, yeah, wait, there is no excuse. Yeah. And then, and then again, in the DMG, there are grenades, TNT, black powder. In Waterdeep Dragon Heist, there is a magic item called Smoke Powder, Wait. which basically functions exactly as Black Powder. There's a or guns. There's, there's a there's a character in Waterdeep Dragon Heist called With the guns. Drow Gunslinger. Yeah, and I he has for, guns. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot about guns. that. So you just brought oh it up. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yep. he has like poison pistols. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm pretty sure they're wheel lock pistols. Yep. Oh, so we're, we're just at wheel lock. All right. I'm cool. pretty sure from the art, if I remember correctly, they're Hold wheel on. lock pistols. Although I guess Brow, I guess there is some of that. Like, slinger. I don't know, Isaiah, you would know this better. How long? Like, because uh, one of the questions that always comes up with guns is like, well, you couldn't reload them fast enough given the speed of fights in D&D. Like, you know, six seconds to a round, you couldn't reload the guns fast enough. I mean, is that the case with wheel lock? I don't even know. So, uh, I think, uh, I believe fast estimates put a, a, a proficient rifleman at firing three rounds a minute. Takes about 20 seconds to reload a typical, like, flintlock weapon. However, that is when you were specifically doing, like, powder, perch, ball, ramrod, uh, later on, you had cartridges, like paper ones. Right. And this was like towards the end of the flintlock era, where you had your powder perch and ball in a paper cartridge, and then you loaded it into the weapon, and you used a percussion cap, which was a little cap with spark powder in it that would set the fuse off. Those, you could fire 10 a minute. Like, because you just, you know, Took it down the barrel. You put it in the tip of the barrel, smack the bitch down, put the cap in, fire, and you were good. So, yeah, there ten is a precedent. Ten for a it, minute, for sure. but like, how long would it take to reload? Well, ten a minute, so it's about six seconds per reload. No, assuming you had like a bandolier. So an action. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you fire one round. Next round, reload. Right. Secondary. Yeah. Wait, isn't that how the? Isn't that how the gunsmith works? The Matt Mercer one. No. no. Well, oh, no, the, the Mercer one has pepper boxes or Peters and, and shit. So you've got like, you know, those have those have before. almost like six shooter style cartridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pepper box is yeah. That's the that's the image of the drought gunslinger. Oh, I love that. I use that art in uh, a couple of couple I, of my I games. It's kind of hard to tell what the gun is there, but I mean, yeah, it, it looks like a flintlock, a flintlock like, of some kind, yeah. So maybe not a wheel lock, but no, but you know what it is funny too is like D&D has magic. So there's literally nothing that says my gun can't magically reload itself. Reload You've itself. got like re- like okay. magic repeater crossbows and shit. Yep. Uh 
I don't know. I this I, I don't know. It's one of the few things that I get genuinely hung up on because again, I just want to play Bloodborne Hunter and I'm, I constantly see posts online being like, but my setting and it's like, yeah, your setting survives, dude. You're good. Yeah, I, yeah, it is a weird thing that people draw a line on, huh? I don't. Yeah, it like I was in a game where the fucking dungeon master cock blocked me for a year on getting an at my the, the gun that my character was like based around because it didn't fit my So like, and, and me arguing constantly being like, no, but it does though. It literally does though. Like, it, it, it exi- why is this difficult? What are, what even, <laughs> I mean, what even are the earliest guns on record? Uh, hand cannons. It was the tube on a stick. Right, so like, well, okay, so what, well, let's say we don't count those. What even would be like, like the, the first, first kind of like, single shot matchlock guns matchlock yeah what matchlock's shit the fucking uh 1300s uh, or some shit right yeah earlier than that you're looking yeah. like because like because uh, mm. the rent i mean okay i i guess really you know what it you know what it comes down to the reason that people get a get a, a uh, well, I don't know if people are thinking about it this deeply, but I think this is one of those uh, things that's in the back of your head without realizing it. Because uh, you know, the Renaissance era, we really started to get like flintlock stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And people assume that. D&D is more Dark Ages, which is right before the Renaissance, and I think that's the thing that makes people think, oh, so no guns. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's that's weird, what right? Because, like, oh, D&D is supposed to be medieval, except you've got all pictures of plate armor are, like, 16th century, super right, intricate right. They're detailed not dark, plate they're armor. They're not Dark Age armor. Rapiers are a weapon that exists Uh all of the like duelist character look like French duelists from like the 1600s. Century, yeah. Yeah. Or, so or, like or, or it, it, 15th century. Yeah. So like it really do be like whatever the fuck you want it to be. Right. Like because right, the Renaissance started what f- roughly f- 14. The Renaissance is like 1460. Uh, and yeah. uh, the first ever matchlock guns, I don't, I didn't actually remember this exactly, but the earliest matchlock guns uh, were about as soon as 1394. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which okay. would line up with when people want D. Perfectly. Yes. And you could have a six barrel hand rotated like gun. It'd basically be a pepper box, except you have to hand crank the thing to the next barrel. And a matchlock gun, from what the name describes, is just a really long cannon, like wick match. And you just slowly sort of feed the match through a little, like, uh, fork on the hammer. Shit, that could be um. an interesting, like, inventory management thing, where it's like, how many, like, feet of, of match do you have? Of, like, match rope do you have? I don't know. That'd be something I I wouldn't mind like thinking about. Mm. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. Renaissance started 14th century, so 1500s. And the earliest and like then, gun guns were about 1394. 13, yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah, you could pretty easily. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because the uh, the section of the guns in the DMG, they specifically call them Renaissance era weapons. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this is just becoming should guns be in d and <laughs> That is what this I mean, well, because it always comes up with the artificer, right? Like this is a thing. So I'm not surprised True. that this is where we're at. But like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it ain't that egregious, fam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't want to like commandeer, but I, side note, there's also alien guns in the DMG. Yeah, the fucking clown ray guns. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's alien ray guns in the DMG. Oh yeah. In yeah, that yeah. same section, there's an antimatter rifle, a laser pistol, and a laser rifle. <laughs> the antimatter rifle. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they tell you, you know, don't use these unless you're don't give your players an anti fucking well they say like don't use these unless you're prepared for the you know the nonsense like agree that to with each other you're gonna yeah because they have Mm. renaissance renaissance items modern items and then futuristic right yeah the antimatter rifle does 68 necrotic damage i forgot what adventure i was reading recently but it was like here you got you can find a, a, a ray gun or whatever, and then the ray gun's actually in the DMG. Hmm? So it's like, yeah, oh, here, your pistol. players can find a ray gun. It only has, like, seven bullets or seven canisters, whatever. Ammo. Yep. Meanwhile, yeah, and then the clowns in Spelljammer, it specifically says it, that the clowns' guns only work for the clowns. For them, yeah. Such a bullshit cop. Yeah. Yeah, they did that a lot because there's also the astral elves and they do a fuck ton of damage. Well, they do like like, they do like extra. Here's the thing. I'm okay with like, oh, the extra radiant damage that the sun elves do comes from their like innate magic. That's fine. Uh, But the the guns on the clowns, it literally just says the guns don't work for anyone else. Like they're fucking orcs. Right. Like if if they're oh, sorry, arms like they're forty k the orcs, not D and D. Like they're forty k orcs. Yeah, uh, I'd specify that. Uh, what were you gonna say before, Isaac? Oh yeah, so I, I think it's funny, right? Because like, you know, this is the artificer episode, and I think that there are like certainly things that I want to talk about with the artificer, just like playing it experientially. Yeah, because you you've had twenty levels of experience at playing an artifice. So. Yeah, but yeah, more than I, that, I was yeah, them like, all up. True, yeah. very true. True, yeah, actually. Um, yeah, I, I think there are some things that I think are really interesting, like choosing some of the spells that you get, uh, and like the way that the, like for example, right, you don't get uh, prestidigitation; you get the like magical tinkering thing. Which is just prestidigitation, but like worse more steps. Yeah, more steps, and it's like worse. And like that's fine. It doesn't have to be as good as prestidigitation, but there's things where it's like there were definitely times where I wanted to use it more, but I was like, ah, eh, it like it don't do. You know, it doesn't do the thing that like I want. And I don't know why they didn't give him prestidigitation. It's not really a complaint, more than just like a strange observation I've had. Because to me, I feel like prestidigitation is a like quintessential artificer thing, you know. Like the like specifically, it's like it, part one of the prestidigitation things. You can create a like 
trinket in your hand. It can be yeah, anything, and it's physically real. It's like mm -hmm. malleable. And to me, it's, it's like the I, I would think of something like, you know, the doctor doing like scalpel, forceps, you know, shit like yeah. that. Or like, you know, the, the artificer snaps his fingers and like makes a screwdriver and starts doing shit like that. I wonder why that like, or I guess not that I wonder why, but it is something where it's like, I, I want to know what their idea for magical tinkering was because it doesn't seem to line up with what I think it should be, you know? I think they were trying to make Artificer feel a little bit different, which is why they gave them that ability. You know, like, I think they wanted them to... Especially because it's an ability and not a cantrip, right? So it's, like, a built-in to the Artificer thing as opposed to a wizard who has to, like, take it as a spell. Yeah. I mean, it's... It also I think they were trying very... to just make it feel different, but they did restrict it a little bit more, which is, like, I don't know. Yeah, kind of weird. I know a lot of people are saying that it's more to be used with like your partners and your like your other like party members rather than like use on yourself, which is odd because it uh, seems it's like they're a bunch of like little effects. Not really. I don't. I don't think there's anything about it that intrinsically makes it or for your party or anything. Even if it was, I think something very interesting. Yes, like Artificer has a lot of support potential but I would not call it a support class. It's a controller for sure. I think Artificer um, can it, do a little bit of everything. It can, yeah, yeah. I, but I, I consider it mainly a controller class, like which is a all support. of its abilities, huh? Which is a support. Yeah, kinda. I, I mean, I, here's I the thing, in the Holy Trinity, your options are support tank damage, so controller would fall under support. I guess, yeah, yeah, but I, I mean like, it's not support in the way that a bard is support. It it like levels into that kind of stuff, but what, it's just you mean not. It doesn't give out buffs, huh? You mean it doesn't give buffs? No, it does for sure. Yeah, so then it's support. Why would you not call it support then? I mean, I I just don't think it's it's level like it's level one ability should be a support thing. I think like it's sort of a if you can't keep yourself alive you won't live long enough to support your allies you I know i don't think it's level one ability is a support thing well but matt was saying like arcane tinkering it was described as something used to help your allies oh i mean yeah i don't no I don't, no, no i'm sorry what i was sorry i was meant to say most people online tend to say that it's better to use it with your allies than like yourself Cause like a lot of people are like, oh, there's some things you can use it on yourself. And it's like, oh, you know, if I want a flashlight, but it's like, I could just cast light. It's like, why the fuck, you know? I don't know why people would say that though. I don't think there's anything about the ability that's intrinsically more useful to use on your allies. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. There's nothing doesn't... about that that. Yeah, I don't. I don't get why people would say that. In this, I mean, it's about as useful to your allies as prestidigitation is. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like we can't, we can't do an artificer episode without talking about Atomisk, because okay. I feel like it's not a straight up necessity to have the homunculus. I was gonna say you should specify what he is. Yeah, so I, I my character Django has a homunculus uh, mm. infusion, which he's he's lovingly named Atomisk. Uh, 
And it, it could just be because RN Jesus really does like my funny little robot baby. But <laughs> this homunculus so... is an assassin, a killer, yeah. a destroyer of worlds. Yeah. <laughs> His body yes. count is absurd. Yeah. So for for the record, my dear viewers, my homunculus as like, uh, you know, fucking servant has more kills than Brett's character. And it's not close. <laughs> I mean, we're not keeping a count, but I think Zephyr has likely. probably killed. Uh, it's safe to say like 25 to 30 things. Like across oh, the probably, game. I mean, it's probably more than that. Do you think so? Probably. Yeah. At, look, I I don't know. We didn't. We should have started keeping a track at some point. But Adamisk's kill count is just. It's like hilarious. around 50. It's like a lot for something that only does a D4 damage. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you actually want to, I think he does D6 now, but yeah. No, it stays D4, unfortunately. No, you upgraded him, remember? Yeah, no, he doesn't do any more. So his, he... Pretty sure you upgraded. He, I'm pretty sure I let you upgrade his damage. No, you gave him a physical hit rather than his just purely ranged pew pew. He has like the, the bayonet shank. I mean, either way... The, the reason the the if you want to like actually be like what the fuck why mm. the reason is because Adamisk you you know the homunculus servant you have attack on a bonus action so what's happening is the creature gets low in health Isaiah's character is an armor artificer so he has two attacks he goes punch punch homunculus shoot for bonus action. So what's happening is the creature tends to ha he gets punch punch. The creature has four HP left. The art, the homunculus kills it and finishes him off. That's yeah. what's happening. Well, so like mechanically, partially. the reason it's happening is yeah, because yeah. The, he's the, the last why, step of your turn every time. Yes, the reason why he's a destroyer of worlds. But I feel like the homunculus has a lot of really good things going for it. Uh, like the it can do touch spells, which I don't believe like find familiar can do. Yes, again. Can it? Can it do touch spells? All right. Either way, I I think a part of playing Artificer is having... Like, I think you can't avoid it on some level, having the fucking Final Fantasy XIV rotation of shit you can do because you have so much shit you can do at any given time. And I know it's like, you know, not everyone wants to play meta, Isaiah, but it's like, I, yes, sure, I get it. But that's sort of like... It, it almost feels like playing a rogue and not stealthing, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, it feels like an intrinsic part of the class to just have a myriad of shit you can do and not taking the homunculus means you have one less thing to do or that you can do. And I just, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. Why would you want to do less things? And I know why. It's because people just want to play a simpler game. Fair enough, I get it. But like... Well, I mean, if you want to play a simpler character, don't play Artificer anyway. That's yeah. That's kind of what I mean, it's right? One like of the least simple. It's arguably one of the most complicated classes. Yes. Yes. If for no and other reason than you have a fucking cadre of magic weapons. Magic. Yeah, items. a cadre of magic items. Your level directly affects those magic items, which means you are completely different than everybody else. Uh, your magic items can activate and deactivate. Um, when you hit level twenty, they're directly related to how many times you can knock. You can get knocked down to zero HP. It's a it's a similar energy as um, wizard having to you know juggle spells. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and it's 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 even funnier. I I sort of just talking about the mongoose at this point. Mm. When it was a class feature that like only the alchemist got the homunculus, I was like, no, fuck that. Like, that's stupid. And it used to be ridiculous. Like, it was so fucking overpowered when yeah, it was, it was an alchemist thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh also, I let me just say. I know. I know that they made the homunculus servant the alchemist thing for that older playtest because you know, in actual history, part of alchemy was making homunculuses, right? Like, that was a big part of it. I know. But you gotta understand that the modern interpretation of the word alchemist these days is dude who make funny potions. Yeah. So, choosing them to be the homunculus class was a weird choice. Yeah, and... and Like, I get it. Historically, you're not wrong. But, like... Yeah. Well, I I think it kind of goes deeper in they took machinist. Well, first, they took the like arcane servant away, which I don't think they should have. To be honest, I think they should have just kept it. But then we got machinist, which everybody really liked because it was just build a robot, and like every level had to do with the robot. It had its own like pseudo infusions thing where it got like spring legs or like reinforced arms and shit like that. And then they got rid of that. And then you got the homunculus, which you could only get if you were an alchemist. And it it like the the thing with that is that it forces you to choose, right? Because it's like, do I want more stuff to do like the funny, you know, hee hee potion stuff? Oh, wait, but I'm losing, you know, I'm losing some of my level points to the, the alchemist or to the homunculus. I don't want that. I want to do more potions or inversely. Well, I have this crazy powerful homunculus fuck this potion bullshit. Let me just make this thing a monster. You know, like it just didn't have an identity. Yeah. And then we got Battlesmith, which I like it's okay. It's not machinist. It it mm. functions. I want like upgrade bits for the, 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 you know, your arcane, your steel defender. I still think they should have done stuff with that because that was super interesting. But the yeah. You lose a few things, Chase, in a dream. Yeah, I don't know why they took out the upgrade aspect. Of it. I guess because they wanted so cool. to make a little bit of a more, like, melee artificer. Because Battlesmith, like, kind of gets in there more than the other ones. It it, it did, and then, uh, then armor came out. <laughs> I think, though, even in comparison to armor, I think Battlesmith still smack harder, generally. I, I, I think it's because it of the spells the, they the get. Like is, they get a lot of the, the smite smells. They get the smite does, smells. They can also, I think, use heavy like, like heavy weapons. I think so. Like yeah. I think they could use like a maul, for example, which is more damage than your like fists as an armorer. Don't they also add their intelligence to damage or something or to hit? I don't remember. Uh, that uh, uh, I don't know about that. Like, yeah, that, that one I could be talking yeah, about. Yeah. So ass. yeah, the battlesmith gets proficiency with all martial weapons. Oh, yeah. When you attack with oh, a magic attack, weapon, yeah. you add your intelligence modifier instead of strength or dicks. Oh, oh, instead of instead of instead of. OK, mm-hmm. it's basically the Hexblade thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arm- armor has that. Brain. Too. The difference is armor doesn't get the martial weapons. Armor mm. has their suit weapons, but like a great sword's going to do. More. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I don't know. Plus, it's like, spells. to me, I the steel defender is the thing plus the defender. Yeah, mm-hmm. like to me, it feels like the Steel Defender is the thing you're going to be relying on mainly. 
It like, sort of is and sort of isn't, a, though. Like, you get the Steel know. Defender, but you also get Battle Ready, and you also get Extra Attack. Right, so you like do. the Battlesmith I, is more a uh, more of a melee artificer than any of the other ones are. I don't know. I, I sort of thought about it like, cause can't you can't your defender do touch spells for you? Like, could your can't, can't your defender do the like don't, smiting for you? Which is what I, I do thought. Not it, the whole point believe was. so, as the defender acts like a hunt like a ranger pet. Mm. So no, I don't think so. Uh, bonus action to command it. Uh, you can cast mending on it. Smite spells, smith tools to revive it, provide it. Yeah, no, can't cast spells. Hmm. Weird. I thought it was a feature deck. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like because you have the defender to do things for you, you have less of incentive to get in where armor is like, well, I have this crazy high AC. No, I think the idea of the battlesmith is you you and your defender are fighting next to each other. You also then get arcane jolt when either you hit a target with a magic weapon attack or your steel defender hits a target. You can channel magical energy through the strike to deal an extra 2d6 force damage uh, or choose one creature object you'd see within 30 feet of the target. Healing energy flows to the recipient, healing 2d6 hit points. So, like, okay. you're both supposed to be in there. I yeah. think the idea is you're fighting next to each other. Fair enough. And also, you gotta remember, I know you literally never use it, but Armorer does also have the pew pew laser hands mode. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which is the with the lightning launchers. Yeah, but like, look, I don't <laughs> look, I don't want to be the meta guy, but like Guardian is just better. <laughs> it just do better. Well, I think Guardian is better I think it kind of depends because you like if you don't go dumping into the AC Guardian's not necessarily better right because you got to remember you don't you put a lot of effort into high AC I so did, you can yeah, so. stand in there and fight whereas other artificers are not necessarily going to do that uh, Lightning, the lightning launcher also has the jump where it can hit an additional target true yeah. I, so l- l- let me rephrase I feel like infiltrator if it was me, right? Like if I was doing like pure power building, infiltrator is what I would use if I was already classed into something else and I had high enough int to take a subclass in artificer. Like a rogue using uh well, you you couldn't use sneak attack on it. No, but the fact that that the weird thing like gets rid of all disadvantage for stealth you could be a rogue who uses medium armor and then go in you know with a solid 17 18 ac with just oh, your actually armor. you could use never mind could use sneak attack because it counts as a simple ranged weapon yeah lightning Good. neat I don't know. I think you're. Uh, I think you're downplaying its potential a little bit. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's objectively worse because it's only down by one, like a single die from a D8 to a D6. It's not just that. It's like the the Thunder Gauntlets do so much for crowd control and like controlling the battlefields, and like the and fact that impose- you get more infusion slots. Don't uh, get more infusion slots. 
Oh no, you don't know, not infusion less, my bad. What is the thing that it gives you? Uh, whether you're in guardian or infiltrator mode, the only thing it changes is thunder gauntlets versus lightning launcher, and then defensive field versus the powered steps and dampening. That's it. So thunder yes, gauntlets right. do bad. punchy I, I punchy was... and then impose disadvantage, and then you get the defensive field, which gives you temp HP. And then lightning launchers are have a crazy range. Well, not a good range, 90 feet out to 300 feet. Deal a D6 and on each of your turns, you could deal an extra D6. So two D6, which is great sword damage. Uh, your walking speed increases by five and you get advantage on stealth checks. Yes, what I meant to say is you get the like push and pull thing. Not the infusions, my bad. I just push and pull thing. I don't use it very much, but like you can force uh, you can pull someone near you, yeah. Yeah, you can just control people. Um, I forgot what level you get that at the armor. 15. But... I, get I don't use oh. it ever, but I could. I don't think that has anything to do with the two modes, though. No, it does. Guardian. When a huge or smaller oh. creature you can see ends its turn within 30 feet, you can use your reaction to magically force a strength check or strength save on a failed save. The creature, you pull the creature 25 uh, up to 25 feet into an unoccupied space. Uh, oh. I can also melee attack it. It, it. Guardian does controller better. Infiltrator, I guess you could argue does, does potentially push. more damage. Yeah. Also, but if it you're... can impose disadvantage. Uh, yeah, but Guardian does that at level three with a it's. Well, um, right, but. You can impose the no. So the guardian, the guardian only does that if the person that you hit tries to attack somebody other than you. Infiltrator could just impose it on whoever's nearby. Uh, so if the monster was going to attack you anyway, then it doesn't do anything. No, it just gives them disadvantage against you. What? No, the thunder gauntlets. No, it infiltrator. Them- it says in and it has disadvantage on attacks against you. Right, right, which the Guardian can't do. No, it does everyone else. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it, it controls the battlefield better. I mean, I don't... Sure. I, mind, so like, This doesn't fucking you, matter. I don't know why I'm arguing about this. <laughs> I, I don't know why you are either. I, <laughs> All I was saying is that one is not objectively superior to the other, and you were talking like one was. And I don't think it's that cut and dry. No, it's not. I, I I meant better insofar as the controller aspect. One is a better controller than the other, and Artificer already acts as a controller type. So you're just doubling down on the thing that it's already like specialized in. I disagree with your thesis statement, but okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think Artificer is necessarily a controller. Fair enough. But, uh, any 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 final thoughts, guys? As we uh... artificer sucks balls, and they should take it out. Damn. You're only saying that because I have 25 AC passively. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I've been telling you this whole time, cooking book, man. What does that even whole mean? Whole gang of bards, all casting at the same time. Casting. He can't take his skin off. Running away. Yes. Because you're a warforged, <laughs> so you can't. Skin. <laughs> Well, actually, he can. It just takes, I think, an hour. Yeah. Take the skin? Yeah. Yeah, Warforged. Oh, not the armor, his skin. Yes. 
Warforged yeah. can remove all of the metal plating off of their body. Yeah, it takes about ah. an hour. The body ah, specifically describes it as an awful, painful process that they do not enjoy doing. Yes. <laughs> but they can do it. Because the armor that a Warforged wears is part of their scheme. Mm. Oh, I think there actually is a way out of the whole cook and book thing. Oh, is there? Oh, if no. you do the, like, arcane sanctum, any spell effects can't pass through it. Ah. So you just make it walk in. You're like, ah, oh, I was so bad before. Now, now everything's nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. Uh, any any final thought, Isaiah? Uh, funny robots. Cool. Give me more funny robot. Yeah, yeah. Put funny robot back in artificer. You cowards. Mm. Isaiah you know, yeah, same. Like a... It is same. my favorite I, I thing the at, the, at the moment. And yes, I want the Thunder Cannon back too. Give me my like, God, how much damage is the fucking Thunder Cannon? I would prefer the Thunder Cannon over Funny Robot. Like, ¿por qué no los dos? Same, same. I wasn't a fan of the, the last, last season of Korra. I... That's <laughs> fucking bait. That's such bait. Oh my God, that wasn't even like... Clever, my chair broke again. That wasn't even clever bait. Fuck you. <laughs> Good fuck lord, you. No, I can't believe you've done this. But uh, yeah, thank, thanks for listening to this, this, this another handbook episode. Uh, we only have, we only have a handful more. Uh, this is only a couple, a couple of these. More. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh, uh, you want to uh, tell the good folks uh, what they can do after listening to said episode? You can follow us on Twitter for the time being. <laughs> Emphasis on for the time being. Uh, mm, before Twitter implodes. We ain't paying for that shit, dog. Yeah. It's not happening. Uh, I'll let you know where else to find us afterward. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good to be back, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, again, happy Leaf Erickson Day. Inger dinger dinger. Wait, wait. Let me leave you on this. At max level, revised artificer could do 11d6 damage per round. (laughs) (laughs) And if you got to reload, if you had extra attack. Which I don't know why you would at that level, but if you did, you could do 22 d6 per round. Dungeon Master, I invented this ring of action surge. No! <laughs> I have a ring of haste, Dungeon Master. I can do what I want. I, no, they do wait, they get haste. They do get haste. Jesus Christ. Well, why bother casting haste on yourself when you have somebody else do it? True. That's it. That's be done. Peace out. Later.